Welcome to the continued podcast adventures of Superhero Speak. But I think many of the people that love this character and that love superheroes in general have used these stories as inspiration to say, you know what, I'm going to do something good in the world. I'm going to make a difference like my hero when I was a kid. That is my fondest memory of it because when, you, when you're doing comic books, you want them to affect people. Right. You want people to care. You want, you want to strike emotions. And I knew that that clone saga was striking a lot of emotions. Can you yeah. imagine uh, Pulp Fiction starring Goofy and uh, Mickey Mouse? I can totally <laughs> imagine that. You I'm sure somebody's written that one pounder with cheese in France, Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, ale with cheese, Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> I can totally see. I, I, would, I would watch the hell out of that movie. Yes, I gladly saw, sacrifice that my... my progeny to you of a mighty marvel beast <laughs> but neil adams is somewhere going mm, it's, it's my time uh, how do you measure success hey everyone and welcome to superhero speak i'm your host dave and john jd and this week boys and girls our good friend d square is joining us for the mint mobile marathon <laughs> Yes, oh we're continuing the Mint Mobile Marathon, and people might be going, where's Ray? Well, Ray couldn't make it this week. He got out of this by having a baby. You know, that bastard. Some people will do anything. <laughs> I, I just think it's selfish, to be honest with you. <laughs> Not show up because your child is born. I know. <sighs> Unprofessional Ray, behavior. Got, got to admit, it's, it's a 9,000 IQ move, though. Big brain. Definitely big brain. <laughs> So when Michelle was pregnant, I had a coach this, I had the school I was at before I was at the one I didn't want to be there anymore. And I had to coach a little kids tournament. And I remember we were at the mall and I rubbed her belly. I said, dude, do me a favor and be born tomorrow. So I don't have to go to this tournament. <laughs> Damned if eight hours later, she wasn't in labor. Wow. So I still, true story. Still out. Still owe the kid for that. Noise. Well, you know, don't ha- tell him that. <laughs> so all right so besides ray having a baby how's everyone doing how you doing don what's new what's new uh nothing much i mean summer's here at least uh for the past couple days here in ohio so i've been getting out enjoying the weather playing some hero clicks with my buddy today which was kind of funny because he it basically came down to he had a bunch of scrolls and i had mystique who couldn't be hit i won't explain the game mechanics but yeah, it just, I wasn't going to win, but he had generated enough scrolls to where they formed a penis on the map. And I'm like, did you just win by forming a penis? And he's like, yeah, I think I did. And nice. yeah, so real dick move there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Nice, John. Well yeah. done. Yep. So that's, yep. That's all. It's just exciting in my world. Other than, other than that, I did get to do my podcast with Rich Duick and Todd Matthew. Never mind the fact that the first 15 minutes got fucked up. But nonetheless, uh, it was still an awesome conversation and, and should be pretty interesting. Uh, we talked about it's kind of where today's comic book industry is and, and how kind of chaotic it is. Well, get this. <laughs> uh, I was supposed to be on Don's show. Yes, yes you were. And I went out for dinner and I got celiac cross contamination and I couldn't stop pooping. Yeah. I was miserable all Friday evening. It was so kind of put your mood in the crapper. It was not uh, <laughs> my, my whole life was in the crapper at that point. Yeah. I couldn't stop the crapping. 
So real shit move there, man. Real shit. Boy, you're on a roll today, man. I'm proud. So yeah, I missed I missed Don's pod. I was like mortally embarrassed. I was like, I'll be fine. I just I'll get up and go. Nope, gotta go back. So people who make fun of people with gluten allergies, you don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Hurt. <laughs> the shit hurts. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> so that's how so. you do there, JD. Oh, I'm doing. I'm okay. I mean, like uh, we got the Kickstarter running for Wolfstone. We're looking at it right now. We're 140% funded. It's good. We're trying to push to uh, hit that $2,000 goal now, so we can get the audio book done. I got some cool ideas for the audio book. It's telling. It's like it's two different voices tell the story, a male and a female perspective. So I want to have like a male and a female narrator do the bounce mm-hmm. off the various chapters. So that's gonna take a little bit of work. So that's why I could use the extra funding. We're moving a little slower than I anticipated, to be honest with you. A little yeah, frustrated he- in that regard. I'm paced, like I'm paced. I'm like a hundred dollars behind the last one, which isn't a big deal. Like oh no mm-hmm. sorry $65 at the moment behind the last one. And I found a lot of people go, oh, I'll get on it. I'll get on it. So that's cool. I, I know and trust people. But I mean I I was hoping this one would be bigger. So um, I have signed up for a course to help make this better the next time because I need to do these things quarterly as opposed to yearly. And uh, hopefully there's some more that I can learn to improve. So I'm hitting the goals, but I'm not blowing them out of the water. And I'm disappointed because I really think this was the best campaign I've put together. But mm-hmm. we have we have like two weeks left. So I think I'll be fine. I just okay. got to work hard and get a little creative in the next couple of days. So I'm, I'm those. I work hard well, and I'm creative. So I'll be I, th- I, think, I think you need more tchotchkes. Like the silver bullet was a real winner. They, that was a know? good one. I tried to do it again for the, for the Lion last year. They don't allow it, got, right? They did not allow it. They allowed it in 2020, mm-hmm. but not in 2021. I think you're right. I don't think I think kitschy enough, and I think I need to do that. So hopefully I can pick up some new ideas and tricks and be better in the next one. So, yeah. But otherwise, can't, I got nothing to complain about. It's working. I'm just not... I'm a B student. I'm not an A student. Who need, I just need to keep working. Uh, you know, congrats on hitting your goal. How's that? I mm. appreciate it. You, I'm happy. Um, I'm, I'm. You're gonna die. I got a good one this time for you. Could use some more tchotchkes. How are you doing, John? I don't need any more tchotchkes. I have too many <laughs> of them. <laughs> I, I try to keep the number of tchotchkes down because, you know, all all you wind up having to do is is spend days trying to dust the damn things without harming them. So yeah, everything's fine. You know, I I actually worked today. I'm still death marching on. On a Sunday. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm trying to trying to keep up with everything. So you don't work for Chick Fil A as we try and you know, you, no, that, I mean that evil I mean, empire, the yeah, different one no. with the greatest yeah. waffle fries that have ever been fried. <laughs> Probably they do, man. I mean, like I'm I disagree with their politics, but damn, those fries are good <laughs> and gluten free. Oh, nice. <laughs> I'm 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 right there with you, but um, no, yeah, no, I just I just. I, I'm trying to keep up with all the work that they've piled up on me. You know, even even at the even at the level I'm at, this this economy is stupid. Where they just keep piling more work on everybody. You know, yeah. the company will will fire people or get rid of people or or let recidivism take out people, and then they'll take they'll give bonuses to the CEOs while we're doing double work. So you know that goes right into white collar upper crust like me, and it just sucks. So anyway, anything else? Anything? No, no, I got nothing, man. I am just boring. I am absolutely freaking boring. Okay. Dave, how about you, sir? Oh, there you go. Thank you. Let's see. Okay. So, so I'll get this out of the way right away. I know, I know, but actually today as we're recording is officially six months since my girlfriend and I started dating. And so though we both had things to do today, so we celebrated yesterday, but 
All right. It's it's a shame that Ray isn't here because he told us about his squirrel issues last or raccoon. Was it a, his was it a raccoon or a squirrel? I don't know. It was a raccoon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well You're talking about all sorts of animals that show. Was it an opossum? No, no, it was a raccoon. But I have a squirrel story. So today, as I was watching some television, I'm in my room and for those who don't have central air and have to deal with window units, you know sometimes you've got to like the, the little plastic things that go on the side break, so you just put like a piece of cardboard and you tape it on the wall. Yeah, but when you have a tree outside your window and squirrels keep landing on the oh, window no. and they keep pushing on the squirrel on the cardboard, the next thing you know, you got a squirrel in your bedroom. Oh, oh. boy. Oh, no. <laughs> did, you, did you guys invite him in? Like, you know. Did you make those, did you make it did you make it a party? Th- those those things will wreck a uh, I mean you think you think raccoons they're, are bad. They're selfish is what you're saying. They'll wreck a relationship. <laughs> nice. Swinger, swinger squirrels. Can't handle it. Oh, swinger squirrels. Oh, oh my episode God. title. <laughs> you know what? You know what? You need to hire Mark Robber because he, he could he could do the, the squirrel what? No, yeah. To the squirrel. So, no, no, I, I, God, no! <laughs> Haven't you seen Mark Robert did did a, oh, a squirrel obstacle course? It's amazing. So my, my he can uh, get rid of him. So the first thing is like my son came in the room. He's like, he's like standing by the door. He's afraid to come in. The squirrel's like running around the room. <laughs> and the first thing he does is like the cat was in the hallway. He picks up the cat and he goes, "This would be messy." And he goes downstairs with the cat. You know. So then like what I did is I. I totally ripped the piece of cardboard off so there's a wide opening for the squirrel to jump out through and i just like i walked i, I walked out of the room for a second to like make sure the squirrel was, squirrel wasn't scared of me he would find the window and, and and run out i come back in and i can't i don't see the squirrel i don't hear and i'm like okay it must have left so i'm watching i'm now watching the movie we're going to be talking about i'm eating <laughs> dinner and i start <laughs> hearing a scratching sound coming from behind the, the radiator in my room and next thing I know, it's standing on the radiator. Like, ah. So I opened up the window again, and then this time it went out. So actually, shout outs to my girlfriend because I was talking to her, and all of a sudden her dog started barking on the phone, and you could hear it through the phone. I think that's what scared it to run out the window. So, Wow, all right. Yes, but it was it was a fun afternoon, and it, it actually made the movie exciting. So. It's enough to make you squirrely. <laughs> oh. you ever see the great outdoors yes a long time ago john candy hit his final bat. yes yeah or, uh, all right the bat or christmas vacation was it like that oh yes. my god oh no no christmas that's what i was afraid of it was christmas vacation but the thing i was watching when it first came in was moon night did anyone get caught up on moon night this week i'm sorry somebody tasked me with watching a really bad freaking movie and you know i obliged them <laughs> yeah but it comes out on wednesdays come on guys so yeah so no it's, it's definitely death i guess so i guess so you know that's real unfortunate because i really think it's an interesting series so yeah. i really am questioning why it's like why why are we having this lull now uh i have a theory okay we have reached saturation These well, i talked no about long. that yep okay i didn't want to say it because i didn't want to in- inject that idea but that okay saturation point I know a couple people that are waiting for all the episodes to come out and watch them all at once, especially because it's only six episodes. Me, this guy. Yeah. But yeah, I don't um, know. I don't know if these things are special anymore. We do them all the time. Yeah, right? I, I don't think they're special anymore. This is also a, to be nice, 
C-level hero as mm -hmm. much as there was a swell on the Twitterverse for this character. But, you know, of course, we learned through Elon Musk that Twitter is mostly bots. So you really oh can't trust gosh. it anymore. But nonetheless, C-level character, and it does not seem to affect the greater MCU to me watching it. That would be the one thing that I could say is the difference between this and WandaVision, this and Loki, this and Falcon and the Winter Soldier, is this does not seem to have any effect I could, and, and we could, they could be wrong by the end of the series, but right now it doesn't seem to have anything to do with the greater MCU. So I don't know if people just don't feel like they don't have stakes in it. I think it's very interesting though. And I think Oscar Isaac's doing a great job between yeah. the personalities. It, it, I mean, it'll, it'll have something to do if they bring in Gore the God Butcher and there are a bunch of gods sitting around here, but yeah, no, I, I like, I, I kind of agree though. Like I reached saturation with the with the CW shows, but that was also a combination of, you know, now I was watching like eight hours a week just to keep up with the the storylines for when they crossed over, but it was also bad writing. This, the writing is still good. And I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I don't feel that saturated, but you, you're right. Like it being a C-level hero, you're kind of like, you know, they really, so, they really got to make us care about them I, to keep up the, the, the train rolling. I think you're right. Because I'm thinking about it as well. With not as many people were into Hawkeye, right? Because in, at the at the this point, Hawkeye was basically retired from the Avengers, right? And like didn't want to adventure anymore. The only what brought him back in was losing his family, but he got his family back. So people were kind of like, "Does this affect the overall MCU?" And it doesn't really feel, other than the surprise cameo of Wilson Fisk at the end, it doesn't really feel like it affects the MCU as a whole either. The Eternals is the same thing. Like, they talked about Thanos, but, like, what in Eternals affects the rest of the MCU and vice versa? Like, a hand was coming out of the North Pole, and nothing has talked about that yet else that's come out. Like, yeah. that's a big, that's a big plot hole. Like, no one's talking about what A, a hand that's, a like, three times as tall as Mount Everest, because somebody did the physics and the you know, the measurements and all that. Right. Um, and and and, yeah. and no, no one else in the MCU is talking about this at this point. And it's like, okay. Yeah, I think we've gotten to the point where if it doesn't feel like it's directly going to impact the main storyline we're all invested in, we, a lot of people don't want to give it the time of day. I, I, I don't know if they're over, if they're, they're overreaching, they're, they're stretching themselves too thin, or if, you know, like the only thing that would make all of this worthwhile is like another Avengers movie or a movie like, was it uh, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, right? Where they bring, or Civil War, where they bring so many other characters back from all these properties they're developing now. Like they have to do something to tie all these people together or else these are just side quests, you know? I mean, they're, they're definitely building to young Avengers, but at least that's what everyone is saying. But it's, A, it feels like it's taking forever to get there. And B, like, does does anyone care about Young Adventures? <laughs> you know? I'll be honest. Last week for Easter, my mother-in-law made this phenomenal cheesecake, right? Gluten-free. Walnut crust. It was like, I wasn't expecting it to be as good as it was. And I had it, and it was just it was just sensational. And then I had another piece of it probably three days later. And then it was really, really good then, too. And I'm like, man, I need, I need my mother-in-law to make me another cheesecake. And then I thought about it. The more I eat this cheesecake, mm -hmm. one, I'm going to get very fat. Two... <laughs> It's not going to be, I mean, like it takes away what's special. Like if you have cheesecake every day, it's not that good. Right. You're, you're, 
that's where I feel like we're at right now. You're, you're, you're singing the single person blues there. Like I will make a nice shepherd's pie and yeah, I love it when I make it. And then I, when, after I've had it for four days, because you know, it's hard to make only a single serving. <sighs> yeah. Okay. But do you ever get to the point to where you've had enough bacon? I mean, I don't know about you, but I have never reached that point. And I am a big fan of brunch and breakfast buffets. So I hear what you guys are saying, but at the same time, that Thor Love and Thunder trailer, at least in my circle of friends, got immediate pop. Right. Way more. Okay. I but think that's, no. but that, wait, wait, wait. That's, that's, that's definitely bacon. But Moon Knight and all these other ones, that's the Morning Star bacon alternative. Yeah. Okay. I got gotcha. you. Right. <laughs> look, look at it like this, though, too. Is that like the movies, one, they have a bigger, you know, they have some more cred, right? These are sequels mm. at this point. We've gone along, we've gone a decade plus with, with these characters. So, like, we feel something for them. These Disney shows don't feel as special. Mm. I don't have to leave my house to go get it, you know? Like, and there's something to, if I'm, I've discovered this over the last year. If something premiered, I still haven't seen Godzilla versus King Kong. I would have seen that opening weekend if it was in the theater. But because it's in my house, I feel like I feel like the the rush to go get it isn't there with me. You know, that Batman the Batman is a good one too, right? Like it's it's it it went to yeah. streaming so quickly that you know when it first came out, you you can literally these days say to yourself, "Well, there's still a pandemic. I don't really and I you know like you're you're really busy or it costs too much." I can just wait a couple of weeks and then see it in my own home. So here's yep. what I'm wondering, right? In a couple of weeks, we've got uh, Doctor Strange coming out, Multiverse Madness, and Wanda is in the movie, <clears throat> Scarlet Witch. So the Vision, oh my God, Wanda Vision was only on Disney Plus, right? So not everyone has Disney Plus. I more people go see the movies than than have Disney Plus. This is what I'm wondering: Are they going to do some kind of recap? of WandaVision in the movie so people know what's going on? Are they just going to like bring her back in and, and and either A, ignore the story, it has nothing to do with going on in the movie, even though I highly doubt that, or like, are they just going to be like, they're going to assume you know what's going on? Well, they already showed in some of the trailers a version of her back in her house with the two kids. Mm -hmm. Like, so we, we know that they're going to refer to it. They'll probably refer to it just enough for you to get a feel if you hadn't seen it, but... I, but th this is like uh, Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness. This is Oscar Mayer thick cut bacon, right? Like this is, <laughs> this is this is the good stuff. Everybody's going to want to see this. So again, th this is where their strategy comes in. Of you know, you see that, and you're like, well, I want to know what happened with with the Scarlet Witch. Maybe I should get my subscription to Disney Plus. Hmm, that actually isn't a bad strategy now that you think about it. Hmm. Like, give them enough where they're going to be like, what's going on and Oh, if you want to know more, go watch WandaVision on, on Disney Plus. I could see that like in the credits. Yeah. And then and then and then, you know, they you come up with a plaque of nine hours later and you're sitting there. The person that watched it is sitting there in the on the couch going, What the hell happened? What was that? Like I assume they're gonna recap, but honestly, now that I think about it, if they ever have that white vision or Monica Rambeau in a movie. Vision is coming like, back, Paul Bettany. Yeah, yep. Yeah. I've I've heard that. So you're not going to know really too much or anything about Monica Rambeau unless you've seen the WandaVision series. So I don't know. That would be if they have to like recap the same show like three times in movies because they're bringing in these characters. 
I, I got a feeling they're mostly going to assume you've seen it, but I don't know how much sense that. Oh, makes. that's right. Monica, Monica Rambeau is going to be in, uh, in Marvels. the Marvels. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, again, is that are they going to recap Wandavision in the Marvels so that you know? Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. That's where we'll they hook see. you back in. Yeah. Oh man, very interesting. This is know. back. This is right back to the late '90s comic book collecting or early '90s comic yeah, book collecting, yeah. right? So you have to get the foil cover. You have to get the, the limited edition cover. You yeah, have to yeah. Get the fold-out cover. <laughs> but it's like, are we, it's it's funny you mentioned the '90s. But like, <clears throat> are we reaching that point? Not quite yet. But but I mean, like, where we're getting over, where we're getting that overabundance of product to the point where it's devaluing the real product. Like, not so much yeah. with like, because this is like X Men One, like the Thor Love and Thunder thing. This is like the Jim Lee X Men Number One. But I mean, I feel like Moon Knight is basically like Moon Knight. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean. Yeah. I'm sure it's really good. I'm gonna watch it eventually, but I still haven't watched like the uh, Master of Kung Fu movie, right? I haven't watched that. I haven't watched Eternals. Like, I just don't feel like I don't know. I just I'm not feeling. I keep forgetting it's there. Like, there's so much other stuff that I want to do, and like when Batman came, like, oh, I gotta go see Batman. You know, well, I, just, it, I don't feel that sense of urgency, and you don't because JD <laughs> or anyone out in this world, are you a big fan of Eternals comics? No, not at all. Are you a big fan of Moon Knight comics? Other than not you, really? Oh, you heard he's a cool he, comparison to Batman, but he's got mental illness, so that's interesting. But no, I, I've uh, read his. I've read some of the runs. I don't dislike it, but it's not like Moon Knight's my dude. You know, right, right. And nor is Shang Chi. So yeah. that's that's my answer to that. No one actually see. This is actually James Gunn and Taika Waititi's fault because they convinced Disney that the masses were all into cosmic Marvel. And to be honest with you, I don't think your normie or your regular uh, Marvel movie goer is really ready for Eternals and anything outside of the Guardians of the no. Galaxy, Scroll Cree War, you know, the all that shit, you know, the Beyonder. And, and they shouldn't know. really, Guardians shouldn't have worked. Guardians worked because of mm -hmm. James Gunn. Like, it had right. just great... It had an auteur behind it, a guy with yeah. a vision who knew what he was doing. And I'm not saying things wrong with Chloe Zhang and the Eternals, but that just felt really stiff, it right? Just the, watching it, the truth. It, it took, took the personalities, right? Yeah. It didn't seem like it had a lot of, like nothing in those trailers, like those trailers were all like info dump, right? And I didn't feel character. I'd, like I, I'd watch those things and I'd just be like, yeah, that's there. You know, and I didn't feel, mm -hmm. I didn't feel like they sold me on who these people are. Whereas the Guardians trailer is nothing but selling you on who these people are. Like the first trailer is literally just an introduction to the characters. That's a, that's a perfect example of good writing versus bad writing. I you mean, know? like, I don't even, I can't even speak to the writing because I haven't seen the movie. I'm just talking about the marketing. Like no, the marketing for Guardians me. was significantly better. Well, that's because they had clips they could use. That's fair. That's a good point. That, that speaks <laughs> volumes because you can watch it on Disney Plus. You've been able to watch it on Disney Plus for a while now. I forget even... it's there. I, I I didn't even think, I haven't thought about the Eternals movie since you guys brought it up a minute ago. I honestly mm -hmm. haven't. And that made me think, oh yeah, I haven't seen Shang-Chi either. And I heard that was really good, you know? I just don't, and I didn't finish Hawkeye. Like I watched parts of it and I just, I was, I don't know, man. It just didn't grab me as much as I, and I like, I liked the series. I liked mm -hmm. the Hawkeye series, the fraction Hawkeye. I just didn't, I mean, I feel like I'm inundated with stuff. And again, I just feel like, I feel like these shows don't matter as much as I thought they were going to matter. Mm -hmm. Right. And I feel like I'm sucked into the continuity of everything. And like, which is funny because I'm always telling people don't be that way as a reader, but as a viewer, I'm falling right for it. It's like, well, well that that's why, count. that's why I'm saying if they don't 
tie all of these together in another big Avengers movie or something like that, then these are just side quests that go nowhere. And, but, that, but that's the problem, though, is they shouldn't feel like that. Like, yeah, like we bitch about crossover after crossover after crossover in comics. But this is why it works is because like I, I'm a significantly more Marvel Universe casual fan than I ever was as a comic fan. Mm. And I don't feel like I don't feel the connection to these other things. And I'm sure they're fine. But I mean, like, there's just no sense of urgency for me. Like, I would rather I'm, I find myself watching stupid stuff on YouTube when I could easily be watching these movies. But they doesn't even occur to me to put it on. Yeah. You know, and I don't know why I don't I don't know why I just don't I just don't feel that sense of urgency that I have to rush to get to get these things. You know, maybe that's I mean, like, it's so funny because we're really starting to see the I don't know. I, I, I we're really starting to see the contraction of streaming like we, we talked about it for years, the saturation point of streaming mm-hmm. and we've hit it. We're we're what's gone. Netflix is losing subscribers. That's that's it. That's the stone is turned like. Right. It's downhill for a while. Like now we're now people are going to figure out how to stop. the And Paramount is. Um, yeah and it was it discovery and was it discovery and Paramount? discovery discovery eight eight warner so right. who, we don't know what's going to happen with uh discovery plus and hbo max i assume why have two apps when you can have one app mm-hmm. yeah. right why have why have you know from them they're gonna like uh, you want to say well why have why not have two service well the, the logic is why not take all those subscribers and put them into one service you know, because eventually people are going to go, well, I don't want that. You know, that's what's happening right now. Well, so. although the corporate thinking between that behind that would be, well, we can get double the subscription. It, but I don't think they're going to think that no. because like, if Netflix is losing, if Netflix is losing subscribers for the first time in what, 20 years, something stupid like that, that's a problem. Well, that's because all of the stuff that they had that that were being lent to them by all of the studios is now Correct. going to their own. Correct. But what right. if Netflix, if Netflix is contracting, and nothing else is growing. Like everyone, everyone, True. all everyone put all their eggs in the streaming. We talked about it for years on the show that everything was going towards streaming, mm-hmm. and we said eventually it's going to pop, and it's popped, right? Because like when when it was Hulu and Netflix, it worked, and then people started getting greedy and wanted their own thing. And like we said, it's going to be there's going to be a Comcast channel, a Disney channel, and a Viacom channel, and that's pretty much. And everyone's going to fall into one of those places. Yeah. And yeah. then we'll be right back to where cable was, you know, like we'd we'll be Thanos, be, right? We'll, we'll, be, we'll need regulation at some point. We're going to be, yeah, that's coming too. But I mean, it's going to be right back to where broadcast was back when it was ABC, yeah, NBC, and three. CBS. Yep. We're going right back there. That's what's going to happen, right? Because Am- you see Amazon has got the NFL contract. Amazon Prime has Thursday Night Football. That's it. And that, 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 now that's the game changer of streaming because now they're doing live sports and streaming because all the money in regular television is live sports. It's sports, mm-hmm. yeah. That's where all the money is like TV, like sitcoms are they're there, but I mean, like they're not what they used to be, right? Everything, all the stuff drawing people to terrestrial television is sports. And if the streamings are starting, the streaming channels are going to fight over this now. Now it gets even more interesting. Cause all has the anyone ne- watched regular TV recently? Like, no. has anyone no. even like, do they even show movies on there anymore? Like WGN, they, they used to watch movies all the time. They, they do, about. but the movies WGN. are so caught up and, and, and toned down for PG thirteen or whatever. Oh, that's like, what it's always been. You better shut this mother flipper up. <laughs> I know, but it's. I think it's gotten worse because they got lazy because everybody just goes and watches them on the streaming service. For right? sure. Well, not everybody has cable. Like everyone, like there's still a lot of people in this country that don't have streaming or cable. Like there's still more people with broadcast than anywhere else. But like, there's there's you, more people now that only have streaming. It like it's really yes, starting. I'm, to I'm one of those. I've been one of those since 2014. I haven't had cable in nine years. Like I was cord cutting before cord cutting was cool. 
because my but wife that, told me to. But um. that's that's the problem. You go to regular TV, it's like, okay, there are there are let's let's ballpark it like maybe 150 channels you can watch. Everything else is either all sports or different languages or whatever. So maybe 150 out of that, you're not gonna watch Lifetime, you're not gonna watch home home shopping network, whatever. Like and everything else, you have to wait for the show, or you or you start looking, and you're already in the middle of a show, that's, right? That's why sports works on live because sports is live television, right? Right. right? But you're a captive audience. Nothing else is a captive yeah. audience. I mean, like, right? The, everything else is. The nature yeah. of television has changed so drastically in the last decade that it's crazy, and you know, cables running people off. Like they said, the number of cable homes with cable shrunk ten percent in the last year. Ten percent. That's yeah. crazy. Like. Like these ratings, people talk about ratings. Like you get, like every year they talk, they do it. It's a smaller chunk of the pie. So I mean, like, what's happening? Like, I don't know. Like this it's, is so crazy. And then YouTube's the outlaw, right? YouTube's the wild, wild west. Anything this, is on YouTube. This is why the cable companies are pu- pushing to get rid of net neutrality because then they can charge HBO, you know, and Disney Plus and whatever and Netflix for oh. for the right to stream to. You. you know what this is, guys? It's madness. Uh, yeah, I know. I was thinking oh. it's already 9.06 and we haven't even gotten past the hard part. We don't have to do madness? this movie. We don't need this movie. It's not a reviewable movie. Like, you could easily we have, have show social media we, we can, madness. We can just vote how bad it is and that's it. We don't even need to talk about it. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let's do some social media madness. I, don't, I only got a couple this week. So, of course, last week talked about KJ, Appa, and Isabel May were cast as the Wonder Twins on the upcoming HBO Max series. To our good friend Timothy Jones said, I've always wondered where the pail comes from when Zan turns into water. To which our good friend, the resident expert of the Middle Age, replied, and since he's here, he can read his tweet live on air. <laughs> oh boy, right from right on spot. Okay, so doesn't look like the suit has pockets, so there's only a couple more options. None of those options are pleasant to think about, but the idea holds water. <laughs> it was, it's, oh, nice. I was going to say it's, it's Gleek's potty bucket, but yes, nice. Yes, yes. So, holds uh, water. That, I, I, I would have thought, um, I would have thought that was another, some, somebody's joke that, that was worthy of, what's his, you know, the other, what's his name? The really bad Timmy dad. Jones. Yeah. That's, that's, Tim, yeah, I would have thought Tim. And then, and then, of course, we talked about the flash. Oh, 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 wait, 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 wait! Sour grapes, finer newspapers across this great land. <laughs> well, wait, you're going to get a chance to say it again because. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Apparently, the CW will end after a short ninth season. We talked about that last week mm. as well. To which Timothy Jones responded, "It definitely, it'll definitely be missed. I haven't heard, I haven't seen all of it, but what I have seen, I've really enjoyed." I can't believe it's been almost nine years. It's gone by so fast. Oh, God. <laughs> Sour grapes. Sour grapes. Well, finer newspapers across the country. The if, you like da- if you like dad jokes, you're yeah. going to love sour grapes. Just the cream of the crop, man. <laughs> yes. And Silverhawk replied with a uh, gif of Barry Allen screaming no. Silverhawks. <laughs> you guys remember that show? Oh, my I God. Do. Yes. I do. That and Thundercats. Silverhawks was the hey with Thundercats work. We should do this again. Yeah. And like, and it oh yeah. It oh wait, work. it didn't work. Yeah. They look cool though. No, was it the all kind of a play on Battle of the Planets too? Probably. It was probably a play. I probably I just it was. Oh, the Planets was way before those. Way before, yeah. 
but it was probably a little because it was the same company that did Thundercats. So right. Studio. G-Force. Yeah. So, of course, we also talked about the co-creator of American Chavez declined Marvel's offers, calling it an insult of an offer. Um, he probably offered him like five grand or something like that. Yeah. And which we got an interesting response from Anthony Bourne, who said, that's the simple logo of the damn Dallas Cowboys, because he uses a star. He's right. To teleports, to which I replied, sports ball. <laughs> He's, you know what? He's totally right. I didn't think about that. Oh, my. Jerry Jones might have a case here. And that's then, funny. And then Anthony Bourne replied, I actually hate the Cowboys. Oh, yeah. Anyone that grew up in the 90s hates the Cowboys because they right. won like word everything. But I've always have to respect Cowboys because the Cleveland Browns own Bernie Kozar actually got his one and only Super Bowl ring for being on the rosters of the Cowboys when they won one. So man, fuck the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay the, then. You know, the swinging squirrels might uh, fuck the Cowboys. <laughs> All right. Well, they that probably is- would. That is it for Social Media Madness. So if you want to know how you can follow us on social media, be a part of Social Media Madness. Here's our good friend, D-Square, to tell you more. Another guy. Enjoying the show? Want to be part of Social Media Madness? Make sure you are following SuperheroSpeak.com, where you can find all of the show's social media links at the top of the page. While you're there, you can check out old episodes of the podcast, as well as some other great content. Check the site often because we are posting some great comic reviews as well as comic book and movie news content every day. Make sure and follow us on Twitter at Superhero Speak. And while you're there, check out the rest of the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. You can follow them at stars underscore geek. The Geek World All-Star Podcast Network include great programs such as the Pop Prison Power Podcast, Cult 45, So Wizard, Fans on Patrol, the Gorilla Brain Podcast, and of course, Superhero Speak. Search for hashtag GWAllStars. You will not be disappointed. Now, it's back to Dave and the boys on Superhero Speak. All right, we're back. And thank you for that, Don. And while you're here, why don't you tell the people where they can find the Omega Level Nerd? Yeah, of course, you can follow the show at Omega Level Nerds on Twitter, and you'll get the link to our YouTube, where we have the video version of our show, but also on the Podbean app and Apple Podcast app, you can find us there. So that's at Omega Level Nerds on Twitter. Check us out. All right. And on that note, we will take our first commercial break, and we'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. All right, we're back. Just have a couple quick uh, news articles to hit. The first one I included specifically for John. You did? Jason Momoa to star in live-action Minecraft movie from Warner Brothers. How the hell are they going to do a Minecraft movie? My first question is, who the hell wants a live-action Minecraft movie? (laughs) Minecraft is the, the, was it the highest selling game of all time bar none that does not um, mean it makes a good movie uh and in fact Dave, the, Dave, uh, you wouldn't believe how many like they've got they've got what is it called minecraft story time or something they've, they've got a whole bunch of of different minecraft animations out there i, I don't know like who, who knows it, it would depend on the writer really 
pop culture is littered with bad video game movies. Oh, absolutely. The the, the 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 fates are against this one, but like the, like the, the problem, fields of Gettysburg. Bodies yeah, just strewn the, the problem as I see it, and and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. Yes, the appeal of Minecraft is that it's an open world. You can do whatever the hell you want. You have virtual Legos. Of, what? Virtual yeah. Legos. Virtual yep. Legos. Right. It, it's kind of a like it could. You have all these little things that attack you, but like you mine, you find stuff, you build things, you build house you can do all these amazing things within the game so you're free to do whatever you want so everyone's interpretation of what the game is is different there is a there is a lore to the game though you ask anybody about who hero brian is and you know you're not going to do stuff like that in the movie Mm, no they're not they're not going to go like people who do these weird youtube videos and stuff they're not going to pay that. That money. wasn't a weird. That was like that was that was something that was part of the game for forever. I mean, he wasn't in the. It was just a myth, but it was a myth that the entire fan base knew, and yeah, and, I, and I created entire history, uh, entire mythology about. It's like it was you know there, there's a there's there's some things they could do, but it but what you're alluding to is it would be deep Minecraft player knowledge, mm-hmm. not something that the general public is going to get. Right. They're not so, going that direction. It's going to be a goofy Lego Batman movie with Minecraft graphics. That, with Journey that's... 2 to the center of the earth type. I mean, I hear what you're saying because my kids had like that Minecraft Dungeons game. So, yeah, they've put some story into it. But I don't see this doing anything unless it basically emulates like the Lego well, movies. That, that's another question, too. You just said with Minecraft graphics and it's like and I, I said live action, but I don't really don't even know what they're doing. Like the Lego movie also works because it's kind of the action stop motion Lego movie. Like it's actual Legos. So you, you get, you escape into that world, but could you really watch an hour and a half of those graphics and you're not playing Nintendo graphics? No, no, absolutely not. It's horrible. It's a horrible idea. I don't think this is going to work. This is going to be the backside of a choose your own adventure story. Right. Like those just, those just don't work. Right. Like people want either to control or they want to be you know in the world and watch right Mm -hmm. when you try to when you try to betwixt them it just doesn't work man as a heavy minecraft player again i'm going to say it's going to depend on the writing because you've got i mean there there is there there are a bunch of weird deep mythologies in this game that could be mined for some kind of story <laughs> that no pun intended. But, and, and, and you, you, you talk about the graphics, the graphics on these things uh, on the game is actually incredibly high. It's just the motif of the blocks. But, you know, if you go into anything like modded Minecraft, you know, the gra- or, or add a shader to Minecraft, it looks better than some games out there that were made for graphics. It's kind of weird. It, it's a, it's a weird game compared to everything else. And yet it's the highest selling game of all time. I don't, I, I, it's just going to depend on what they do with it. You know, it, there's more possibility here than like, say Mario brothers. Definitely. I'd say. I don't know if I agree with that because I think Mario brothers does have a, a narrative, right? Well, that's, has, that's the thing though. You guys are 30 years of nostalgia. That right. You, that's how these things operate. Like, I, I know, but you got, you guys aren't Minecraft players. You're not part of the, I like the sheer amount of YouTubers out there. They're just for Minecraft. How'd is... the Dungeons and Dragons movie go, John? Oh, well, look, you know, again, writing and did, did, I would did also like to point out two Dragon things. Ball Z. Oh, that <laughs> way. Hey, dude, 
We don't speak of evolution. Okay? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like just because things have like... a long, just because things have a long history, like have long have do have cultural talons and do have like people that care, doesn't mean a movie is going to work, even if you have a star. Right. I was going to say. Right. Especially when you take something like Dragon Ball and just completely ignore the mythology and make something up because hey, we'll get cash for it, right? <laughs> I think you can count the number of successful video game movies on one hand, and two, it's Warner Brothers. So with everything they're going through right now. Yeah, it's true. just even going to get made, but yeah. Hey, they could put know. out, they could pull a, a Lego movie out of their asses, you know? They did pull it. I mean, that's that's more the exception than the rule. That's right. like the exception that makes the rule is the Lego movie because that shouldn't work. And it was right. phenomenal, but, yeah. you know, lightning in a bottle, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and speaking of Warner Brothers and their problems, <laughs> we talked about Ezra Miller getting arrested in Hawaii last week. <sighs> oh, oh, my God. Man. And he got arrested for assault again. Who's getting beat week? up by this guy? Like consistently. Right. right. Well, it's normally women. I think oh, two fair. out of That's the three have been women. That's a good point, actually. I didn't realize um, that. But so. how fucking small is this dude's dick? I mean, seriously. He's like a the drunk like, guy in a bar who breaks a bottle over the over over a stool and then you know is turns guy, around actually. going, you know, I'll take you all. It's just I mean the, the the other interesting part of this story is that Warner Brothers has yet to come out and make any statement about it. Because and, they don't have to. They just have to not work with them. And the Flash movie is still coming out. Well, that's done. There's, I mean, they're not going to CGI him out of the movie, especially when Warner is looking to cut $3 billion. By the way, uh-huh. CNN Plus, bye-bye. Anything they say, this, you know, this is, this is an actual strategy. Anything they say would probably make this worse. They can't defend him because, because it would look bad on them and and drive up uh, the the number of people that that get angry at them. They can't they can't go after him because he's the star of one of their big releases that they're trying to make money off for the DC and and they got in trouble for ostracizing a star of one of these movies. Right. So so so, so the thing is like and this has worked for other other types of scandals is you just ignore it. You don't say anything. That gives nobody anything to get traction with. You just so, don't put him in a movie. Well, maybe they add a post-credit or yeah, post-credit scene where or after-credit scene where it's like, you know, he gets changed or something. And hey, I I I, I hear like uh, the Flash is ending on the CW. Hmm, I wonder where that actor could do. Well, they're not going to do that. Like they just don't. They want that. They want that delineation between movies and television. But they can easily. Ezra Miller is not a star, right? No, no. He's just a dude that they. He's like. weird. Very weird, but a lot of actors are very weird. Part of being an actor is being weird. Like they could recast him with just about anybody. Like I don't think I don't think anything was special about his performance in the Justice League movies, right? Like it definitely wasn't Barry Allen. There was nothing about him that was remotely like Barry Allen. But no, you know whatever. That Snyderverse that for you, you know. Yeah. Well, who knows? That's I mean, let's be real. Warner has so many more problems right now. You know, (laughs) Ezra Miller is like just a pimple. Right. They're like, whatever. We're not making another Flash movie. We're done. We're moving on. Now we have to cut $2.5 more billion dollars. Or, from this or we, we talked about that they were looking for somebody to be the the, the grand poobah of the DC material, right? So may, maybe they're just deciding we're going to cut everybody loose and just start over. We're just going to wait for things to calm down. And like you said, no no more DC movies for a little bit. And then, well, they got Flashpoint coming out. I don't think anything else has been announced recently, right? Well, I mean, and then there's Aquaman too, which and Black Black Adam. 
Who knows? Well, well, those are like done. Like those are and the Shazam. Those are like done. Those are movies that are gonna actually just come out. But since like there's nothing, there's nothing coming out after. We haven't even talked about really the whole Aquaman two and Amber Heard situation. Like, boy, is that shit ugly? God damn! Like, and and when it's in your bed, it's the worst. Like they couldn't. They they, (laughs) like literally they couldn't have done. They couldn't have picked as many bad things as if they tried. Like, no, this is like the worst. Like this defamation lawsuit. Like the more it goes on, you're more like, God, you're both just terrible, terrible people. Like that's what I heard. Crazy is that, guys? That Robert Downey Jr. became Iron Man. (laughs) <laughs> has kept his nose clean basically every marvel star has kept their nose clean and then here we go dc oh, we've yeah. got amber heard shitting in captain jack sparrow's bed we've got ezra miller choking out fucking women at bars like yeah they dc the, is cursed and and the worst you've got film. on marvel side is goop you know yeah yeah, well, she's Who, nuts. We've all known she's nuts for a long time. Still she a good actress. Before they cast but, her, though. She's a good actress. She's yeah. good. Well, that's been, dude, everyone knows Gwyneth Paltrow's wacko. But yeah. yeah, but again, she's such a small part of it that it's like, whatever. Some, some actor in, you know, eccentricities. That's one thing. Shitting in a man's bed. That's a different story. <laughs> Cutting his hand with a glass bottle. She's nuts. And he's yeah. not like a great dude either. Like, part of me is like, no wonder you two stay together. You're both insane. Like, that's the funny thing. Yeah. Like, all I ever heard from people was like, oh, she's finally getting her time in court. And I'm all for, you know, women getting the chance to finally fight back against all misogyny. But, but yeah, the, the more you hear about it, it's like, she's, she's just like, man, they, they should she, both be sent to an island horse. and left there. There's this thing, on, and I hate to be this guy, but there's this like thing when it comes to when, when when allegations come out. There's this thing on Twitter, it's like believe all women, and I don't like that because not all, not everyone is believable, yeah, and like mm-hmm. you can't say you can't say do all to all of anything. I had a friend in college that got arrested for some stuff that was not accurate. Had his day in court, jury deliberated for minutes, found him not guilty. Right, so I am of the mind that. Not everyone tells the truth and you can't say any, believe everyone. Mm-hmm. Any guy that's ever been through a really bad breakup with a toxic female does not understands exactly that what you're talking about. Like, like yeah. my, my ex played that card. Yeah, and I lost a lot of friends because they believed her because she was the woman. I mean, like, and it, we sound we sound super misogynistic right now. So I know, but I right? mean, like, but I mean, and that's not that's not who we are. But at the same time, like, I cannot bet, I cannot vouch that. I cannot say believe everyone because there are bad people in this world. There are people who mm-hmm. lie. There are people who make things up. You cannot put a blanket statement. You could say believe most. You could say at least. I would say listen at least to hear a story. Them out. Hear yeah. them out. Yeah, hear someone right. out. Hear someone's that's, story. That's what it should be. Hear them out. Right. Don't and then just, decide if they're telling the truth or not. And then you could sort of go, well, this percentage of this, like you could say, I agree, but when you're in that percentage that isn't it, I mean, like what happens? Like mm-hmm. I said, I saw a friend lose, lose, like his family wound up, his parents wound up divorced. He lost tens of thousands of dollars in legal fees. I think it was like 50 grand in legal fees, money he didn't have, like to protect his name. And it was, he was innocent. Like, and you can start saying, oh, the justice system, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, look, man, man had his day in court and it is what it is. Like point to Duke lacrosse. I mean, this thing, these things do happen. So you can't just say, believe everyone, especially like this Amber Heard thing. She's nuts. And again, Johnny Depp isn't a great, isn't a saint no, either, as we've no. discovered. Like they're both rotten people, but this is why you can't put a blanket statement like this. Can't. Yeah. It's dangerous. Yeah, no, believe in, believe in everybody for everything they say. It's just, it's not a good idea. No, just trust, like, but fuck, verify. 
Just like fucking with Mike Tyson on an airplane. You just oh my god, oh god. dude. Have you ever seen a Have you ever seen a man that deserved to get punched in the <laughs> face as bad as that guy? So be like, oh, I, I just I abhor violence. I don't. I think it was entertaining. Mike Tyson should punch more people. Mike Mike Tyson oh Mike Tyson was in an altercation with a guy who pulled a gun on him, and he talked him down. Mike Tyson is not somebody who just goes out and like he's not he's not Ezra Miller. <laughs> So we are, we are, but, but lately, like he's done some stuff that showed sure. he's got his anger under control and, but you know, he tried to bite a man's ear off in front of millions of people. What the right. fuck do you think he's going to do? <laughs> right. well, well, no, I didn't. I, it was, it was the guy, the guy was asking for Mike Tyson to punch. Begging, I mean, that was like, him for like, yeah. Yeah, because you know. I'll tell you something. That guy got off much better than Mitch Blood Green got off in like '87 when they fought outside <laughs> of a nightclub. True, a true, yeah. true story, by the way. Like that's like that guy's lucky that Mike didn't get even more mad because you're talking about one of one of America's great killers, like killer athletes, not murderers. What was you know who who was it he fought that was? Uh, I think the match was under a minute. He punched him and like almost right there's away a lot, knocked him out. There's a lot of those in the '80s, like when he was on his after. Yeah, after his streak was put to an end by Buster Douglas, it just kind of all spiraled down for him. Mm-hmm. It did. He had, oh, big time. And then he had a comeback in the mid 90s, and like it, it was okay. Like he was doing fine until, you know, Evander Holyfield was just a much better fighter. Like if Mike Tyson's not hooked up with Don King, who doesn't feed his, like, this is not our show. This is crazy. But if Mike Tyson does not get hooked <laughs> up with Don King, like he, he could be the greatest heavyweight fighter of all time. Right, like yeah. that man, like him being surrounded by the war, the wrong people, the worst people yeah. cost him from being like like Muhammad Ali lost his career because you know he like he was fighting the good fight and you know just despite yeah. what your political feelings are like that was like he believed in something. Mike mm-hmm. Tyson was just hanging out with the wrong dudes. Yeah, right. I mean that's a different story. And that guy, like you were. I, okay, there's young people. I mean, I don't think I don't know what our demographics are, but if you've never seen Mike Tyson fight, like from '87 to like '90, like the man is incredible. Like watching his fights, he was unreal. Unreal. Yeah, pe- people get mad because they pay fifty dollars for a pay per view, uh-huh. and then yeah, boom. <laughs> I paid for the Peter <laughs> McNeely fight. I yeah, paid for yeah, yeah, 1985, yeah. but but it was like. <laughs> But it was like a cultural thing. Like you had to yeah. see it. Like, yeah. Like even in, when I was, even when we were in high school, like in the nineties, late nineties, when he had his comeback, like you still had to watch because he was Mike freaking Tyson. You know, it's just, yeah. I'm, I don't know what that guy was thinking. Like, I and I guess that's, that's one of the things that people talk about a lot. And I think we've talked about this on the show too, where like people say the most vile evil things on the internet, because it's like, and it makes them comfortable and they they forget that there's repercussions for your actions yes exactly and that's the whole thing and it was like there was somebody there's a famous tweet i don't remember who it was and i keep thinking it was tyson it was like people who talk on people who young people who talk shit on the internet haven't learned that you know you get the yes haven't gotten punched makes them way too comfortable with disrespecting people yeah Yeah, that's that's the line yeah it's a good one and people are like you see on twitter like oh my god the the things people say to each other are horrendous and it's because you've never you've never had to feel the consequences of your actions and that guy i mean i kind of feel like that's what this this young person was like oh i can just say whatever i want and get away with it it's like what's he gonna do hit me 
yeah. And he's lucky he didn't hit him harder. He's lucky he didn't hit him harder. Yeah. He was going to kill him. Mike Tyson could have broken his face. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He's still, I don't care how old he is. He's still Mike Tyson. He is, but he does like edibles and stuff now. So, you know, he's he's a bit calmer. Uh, For sure. That's what I'm saying. If you got him on a bad day, (laughs) you know, that's calm, Mike. Like in 1998, if you tried that with Mike, he would have killed you. You said, I, I, I eat your children. Remember that? <laughs> I eat yeah, your Mike. children. <laughs> oh, God. Dude, he was, I mean, like, he might have been the scariest human being ever. Like, you used to look at his eyes in those fights, and you'd be like, this man is going to die. Like, and then he would kill him. Like, I, I was, Mitch Blood Green is my favorite. <laughs> like, he just destroyed <laughs> that man's will to live. Great stuff. Welcome back to Boxing Hero Speaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was say right, I, I've been speaks. trying to think, how can I transition to the next story? No, we're not going to talk about Shoeless Joe Jackson? No, okay. <laughs> but we did mention D&D earlier in the show. Um, yep, we should have transitioned there. First yeah. look at a, uh, what do they call that, a title teaser? Yep. Uh, for D&D movie is called Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. And that's all we know about this movie. Oh, other than Chris Pine is in it. Well, so, oh, well, okay. So Chris Pine, yeah, I'm not really a fan, but you know, he might he might be fun in the in this. The the fact that they're going with a storyline about thieves, well, everybody who's been in Dungeons and Dragons for any length of time knows that the thief is always the most interesting character. So depends on you who's know, playing him. So this this might be okay. But who knows? It's it's a Dungeons and Dragons movie. They're cursed. I don't know. Again, but again, I think it goes back to the same thing where I don't believe Minecraft is going to work, where you're taking a game where you're free to do whatever you want. The store like. Yeah, but this this set... has this has like like I said, Minecraft has kind of a mythology you could build upon, but video games like in a, a, in general don't have like any real depth to those storylines it is you know a hedgehog with super speed does this big big deal now they finally made that kind of work but for dungeons and dragons they have so much like tens of thousands of novels like where they have rule books that describe entire worlds of and continents and cities and all the primary people in those cities and worlds like there's so much so much mythology that they could do but they're not gonna they're not they're not pulling from any of that mythology and like again i'll 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 talk about dungeons and dragons from my perspective like nine times out of ten when i play dungeons and dragons i'm a paladin and i'm usually the same character you know recreated over and over again and like so my idea of a dungeons and dragons movie would be starring that character but they're not, that's never going to happen that's dave, my end point for dungeons i think and dragons. i think you've got a great point there dave it's because this game this show or this movie excuse me is means something different to everybody and how do you make that connect when there is no lead character when there is no like you got um, mythology you've got mythology but you don't have like character and movies don't work unless you have character so you're gonna need you're right a, the, you've got the original you've got and dragons animation I, that was just gonna bring that up you took the words right out of my mouth because that worked the original yeah. dungeons and dragons cartoon it worked i've never played dungeons and dragons in my life but I know what it is because I watched that Saturday morning cartoon. But what they did is they played with archetypes, right? They had, five, right. I think it was five kids and they pulled mm-hmm. them into this, into this uh, crazy place. So you have like, you have like sympathetic characters, you have a hero's journey thing, and you have like a touchstone where our audience, like again, children of the eighties were able to 
come into this world with people we recognized and could identify with. So that's where it works. Like, I don't, like, I don't know if this works just by picking up from a character. I think that if you're right, I think that if they chose a path that was like the animated series, mm-hmm. I think it could work, not necessarily adapting it, but by bringing someone in, I think it, it gives people a window in. If you just smack us right down in the middle of it, like Dave said, like, what do you do? What do you go with? Like you have all this mythology, but what do you do with it? Well, that's the right? thing. If they did a Dungeons Dragons movie and at, like they could did, do a trilogy starting uh, starring Dritz Duarden, who is like one of the most famous characters in Dungeons and Dragons, like everybody, everybody who's ever played wants to play that character. It's a, it's a Drow Ranger. Like, it, but, but there's so, the books about him are so famous that. Not me. Yeah, well, but that's, see, that's the thing. <laughs> no, but at but... least you know who he is, right? Right, like the, John yeah, so. is basically kind of stealing my thunder a little bit. Sorry, <laughs> well, no, no. Take I mean, the thunder back. No, you're 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 going where, where my mind is. Is that is the R.A. Salvatore Icewind Dale trilogy? Yep, Dristu Warden. That is the most famous Dungeons and Dragons character, except it for is. except for Dragonlance. Uh, I understand. And- and and um, Raceland and Karaman, right? And maybe and maybe Catterley. But when yes. you look at what D&D characters were in multiple video games? The answer, Drista Word. Our society right now is pushing against misogyny. So what perfect time to introduce the society of Menzoberranzan, where the female dark elves yep. are actually the heads of the society and treat males like slaves. What a great time. Drist himself dealing with racial problems. Like, they can't go fucking wrong if they do yeah. this, in my opinion. But, but. It is D&D, so they could have a random group of adventurers and make it good. I'm not saying they can't. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, though, you have some really low-hanging fruit that a lot of people would latch on to immediately. And since they've already got D&D the movie called Lord of the Rings, as well as Game of Thrones mm-hmm. and other shit, I just don't see the random party coming together archetype. If they want to get people on this immediately, me, John included, I just, I do not see how they're not going to Drist Realm. I mean, there's Gwen Wyver. You can introduce the cool uh, Gwen Wyver cat. Like, he's mm-hmm. awesome. He's my favorite character. And he's just like a magical statue that turns into a, a Black Panther. The love interest between Drist and Caddy Bree, Jarlaxle, yeah. Artemis and Trieri. Oh, my God. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, characters. there you go, the rogues, right? Always yeah. the rogues. But but again, like Dragonlance has the same depth of mythology, and there are a lot of people that still remember the, those those novels. And and man, those novels made you cry. Like and the and and the how they had to deal with Raceland always drive always striving for power, and his brother Karaman having to deal with that, and all the rest of it. Like you know, and and the that one has a built in was it uh, comic relief the 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 Kender. Right, the, yeah. the guy who's always stealing everything because their race is like their their race. The, the tenet of their race is if you've had something for more than three days, yeah, it's a family heirloom because they're all <laughs> kleptomaniacs. Yeah. <laughs> the whole race, they're I, like I perfect think... for thieves. Like it's just the whole the whole. There's so many other stories like that, you know. I mean, I hear what you guys are saying, but at the same time, it's like, how many people have actually read those books? Compared a lot to how many, of people more than you think yeah but compared to how many people read the lord of the rings or how many people right. read the harry but, potter but the, but the thing is if they make good movies out of them 
the story oh, is I, so de- deep that it would catch even people who hadn't read the books before. And you don't I really do, have to I know anything about that, D&D that's not to how Hollywood it. thinks. Hmm? That's not how Hollywood thinks. I, I well, you know, like I said, you get a, a just between you gotta get a good writer, a good director, and who knows? Anyway. But I knew Maybe this was gonna it. be I, I knew this wasn't going to be about Drew Stewart because R.A. Salvatore has not said dick about it on Twitter. He's not even mentioned the D&D movie. So I did this dream was shattered. Him. Yeah, his, his, I, met, I met him and, and his uh, new wife a couple of years back, and they're nice. They're really nice people. Yeah, he's a good you know? dude. So well, uh, you guys are so much more nerdy than I am. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, know, I don't consider myself like cool by any stretch of the imagination, but I have no idea what happened in the last 10 minutes of this show. <laughs> like there was one time we interviewed this, this woman from TNA wrestling, Madison rain on this show. And I took uh-huh. it over and was like all doing all wrestling stuff. And I, now I know how Dave felt. So JD, was, you need to, you need to roll for embarrassment now. Oh, by the uh, way, yeah, you, yeah, failed yeah. Your, you failed your save. Sorry, speaking, man. I don't even know what Ma- the fuck that means. <laughs> speaking of Madison Rain, of course, since she's been on the show, I follow her on social media, and she just got married over the weekend. So, congratulations. Nice. Congratulations. Now, let's talk about why third edition is superior than advanced Dungeons and Dragons because it gets rid right. of Thacko. Uh, no, true, let's talk about True, but, but I thought, nobody I likes fourth okay. edition. I We've gone too special, far. We've gone too far. We've got to let Dave. Yeah. So, guys, you know what? <laughs> I, we all love the Sony Spider-Man movies. Why are they pushing this to 2023? My so, guess is because it's not finished. So next year, it's going to be the year of Sony Spider-Man. So, <laughs> so we're getting Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 2, which will be released on March 29th, 2024. And then Part 3? or No, they they got rid of Part 2, right? Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, sorry. Across no the Spider-Verse is, is October 7th, 2022. And they've already said that part two will be 2024. Right. But they're not calling the first one part one anymore. So the second, no. the, the. Now it's going to be. Uh, March 29th, yeah, March 29th, 2024. So yeah, yes. it's going to be in the next two years. Yes. But next year we're getting Madam Web. Are you guys excited about that? I know we've got two Spider-Man fans here. So you excited about Madam Web? How does Madam Web work without Spider-Man? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so I have a thought. Fuck um, you, Sony. I hate you, Sony. <laughs> no <laughs> shit. Well, I think Across the Spider-Verse will be about Madam Web, right? Because that's what they did in the Spider-Man show. Okay, here I go. Now I feel comfortable again. Um, <laughs> remember remember when the, the yes. 94 Spider-Man like, and, and the um, yeah. Spider-Verse from Dan Slott? That, was, that involved the use yep. of Madam Web. So hmm. you could make it work to set up this thing. I don't know if... I don't know, man. Madam Web, unless it's... Sony just wants Sony just thinks anything from the Spider-Man universe can be a movie. Uh, they did such a great job with the Miles Morales into the Spider-Verse thing that I'm willing to give them a shot on the animated front more so than I am on the film front. It depends on the people that are in charge, right? Yeah, I agree. Same I people. Agree. If it's the same, same people, people yeah. then we're, we're so, safe. Which I assume Hopefully. it is, because you're gonna want a you're gonna want a, a uniform look to everything. Right? As long as Sony didn't decide, oh, you know what we could do? We could do a shared universe like about I this, think, right? And and then and then they interfere with like I could see. I, I think right. I think I think Spider Verse worked for two reasons. One, it was animated, so I feel like they could get away with a lot more. Yeah, I with agree it being that. animated. Sure. And two, I don't think Sony like cared about it as much. It kind of feels like they were free to do what they wanted to do. Yeah. And I'm kind of worried, like John just said, that now they're going to step in and ruin everything. And then the other movie that was January 13th is going to be the Craven the Hunter movie. Craven the Hunter movie without Spider-Man? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Suck, Sony. 
Sony, Sony is just evil. Sony or Trump? Stu- home. No, they're mm-hmm. stupid. They're too stupid to be evil. It's just. Me- I'm wondering, is he going to hunt uh, Venom? That could That's work. Fine. Yeah, it could. He can he can hunt Ant fucking May at this point. If it's not got to do with <laughs> Spider Man or Marvel, it's going to suck Sony. It is going to suck on Sony. I'm, I'm um, trying to give it. I'm trying to give it a little something. <laughs> I know, but I'm so bitter. Like Morbius, because you know the after credit scene is going to be him meeting up with Morbius and and Vulture, Vulture to to keep going with the Sinister Six. I I um, am still pissed off about them bringing Vulture in for like it doesn't fit any reasoning that they had. Like right, and yeah. then they leave the little piece of Venom in the MCU. So we're going Venom. Come to the see that makes kind of sense though because the Clintars are multi universal beings. It's a multi universal. Yeah, no, I'll hive give mind. them that. They can thank Downey Cates for that. You know, yeah. yeah, that that shoehorn is a little less painful because of you know what we've learned about the symbiotes recently in comics. But fuck but, you, Sony. But, but bringing bringing Vulture in makes no Vulture to this sense. universe, Venom to this universe because we still own Vulture, right? We still own it. So vampire movie it. with no blood. We're gonna take. They, they, I feel like they're. You know what? I. You know what? It's perfect. What I feel like is we is Sony is was it uh, Dark Helmet from from Spaceballs, <laughs> and he's sitting there playing with the with the toys, right? And yeah, it's like yeah, I'm yeah. taking I'm taking yeah. my action figures, and <laughs> your helmet is so big. I told you to knock before you come in here. <laughs> like, That's so anything. I think it reminds me more of and Sony. The other scene in the movie when it's like. Oh, that's Lieutenant Asshole. Oh, here's his brother, Captain Asshole. <laughs> Who else here's an asshole? I, sir, no, I'm doing no. I'm surrounded by <laughs> assholes. <laughs> remember that guy, though, from, uh, I can't remember, he makes the sounds with his... Uh, with his Michael from, Winslow. Uh, yeah. Michael yeah. Winslow. I love his part in, in that movie where... Uh, I lost the beeps, the creeps, yeah. and the sweeps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> huh? I don't. I can't do Mike. I can't do (laughs) like only Michael Winslow. You don't set up. Don't set up the joke. Is he still alive? Yeah, he is. You have to ask this about anybody from the eighties, right? You have to preface everything. Was is this guy still alive? Well, uh, I mean, unfortunately, he had what one one uh, trick, one claim to fame, and like how many police academy? Yeah, that's what he did though, and he parlayed that into seven police academy. He's sixty three years old. He's still around. The man of a thousand sound effects, ten thousand sound effects. He was great. I don't know what he's done since, but the police academy movies are fantastic. They've aged better than a lot of stuff from the a lot of comedies from the eighties. He he, according to latest stuff, he he's quit acting because he's he's being with his kids. Good for him. Oh, he's doing the Rick Moranis. He, he's a widower. I respect it. He's a widower. He's he's doing the Rick Moranis. Same shit. Apparently, last year he was on an episode of America's Got Talent. He's got talent. Probably, I mean, that's one you could. Hey, we'll give you uh, X amount of a lot of dollars to come do this show for a day, and you go, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Especially no. when you're, you know, yeah. I lost it. I had a analogy. <laughs> yeah. I had an analogy. It's gone. That's because we're getting closer to, you know, what? I don't want to do this. <laughs> well, you know, it's nine forty-five. I do. I, I, I've I got just, enough on show my mind hands. About How it. bad was? No, that's it. We're done. Oh, <laughs> I've got to talk to Don about this movie. So, what we're gonna do is we're gonna take our second commercial break, and we'll be right back. With X-Men Origins Wolverine, the Mint Mobile Marathon continues. We'll be Fuck right back. Fuck you guys. Fuck you guys, man. After these messages, we'll be right back. All right, we're back. And, Mommy, uh, why is the why is the world going dark? Why are there bad things? So, <laughs> 
How did they screw up Wolverine so bad? So, Fox. hold on. <laughs> God damn. 2009. Fox. It, it, like, it, it, we it's got like our first uh, solo Fox's, Wolverine movie. Can you believe they brought back the USFL? <laughs> how crazy is that the usfl like that thing only lasted three years in the 1980s and they're like oh we're bringing back the usfl i can't i don't i can't believe it everybody's everybody's pissed at sony for doing such bad things with with the, me, the it was the, with, of, with the with the, with the character with the comic book characters and boxes like hold my beer exactly <laughs> fucking this stuff up way before sony even had the chance yeah all right all right so Wow, <laughs> what they an intro. Us, Guess what we're doing today? <laughs> they gave us a X-Men, a, a solo Wolverine movie, which was going to explain his origin, how he got his powers. Well, not his powers, but how he got his adamantium skeleton. And, uh, and they also brought in Deadpool. And boy, did they... that wasn't Deadpool. You know what? That scene that was... came up and I was just sitting there and all I could think of is, Okay, this is where Ryan Reynolds walks in and shoots him in the head, right? Like I was yeah. waiting for that to happen. <laughs> like right, I would right. give Disney respect if they actually splice that in. I know, right? So, that would be so, awesome. <laughs> so I think I already know the general consensus here. Kevin Hood sucks. But of course, <laughs> I just rewatched the movie. What's uh people who I, okay, so that was I and I realized it was like only my third time ever really watching the movie. I watched it and I did go to the theater for it. I watched it like once with my wife. We rented it, you know, on cable or something one one time to watch it because we had nothing else to watch. And then now this was my third time. And yeah, it did not improve with age. So, so Don, what did you think? Was did it was did you have fond memories of this movie? Our resident expert. Mm. No, this movie <laughs> is such a piece of shit. <laughs> That Amber Heard Ooh. is going to put it on Johnny Depp's side of the bed. <laughs> that is a great line that I'm going to steal. That is great. Bravo, sir. What nice. makes what makes me even more angry about this movie is that I have the same sentiments that I had with Blade 3. The setup for this movie was actually really fucking cool. They did a really good job of showing uh, Wolverine James Howlett's origin. It actually stuck fairly close mm -hmm. uh, to the original Wolverine origin, except for in the movie, he runs off with Sabretooth. In the, in the comics, he runs off with the Jean Grey lookalike. And right. he meets up with uh, Patch or no dog later that turns out to be his brother, Sabretooth. Then them establishing the relationship between Sabretooth and Wolverine, going through the wars, seeing how each one of them are reacting to the situation. Obviously, you see that Sabretooth is more violent uh, than James Howlett at this point. So that was all really, really cool. It starts to go, I mean, I think Leave Schreiber. I'm still very mad that we never got another Sabretooth. He is from not him. the problem with this movie. No, mm. he is not. And let me also say that, you know, Ryan Reynolds, I know this is the Mint Mobile Marathon and we're kind of making fun of you, but so far I will say that you're not the problem with these movies so far. Nope. But this movie does start to go to shit when, okay, they... 
they form the task force and they all go up. We all see them together. We see Blob or Frank Dukes, uh, what he's called at that point. We see Deadpool. Oh, Ryan Reynolds in a red shirt with two swords. That's Deadpool. Great. Wonderful. Okay. But it kind of works. It kind of works because they go up in the elevator. He's talking shit. It's all wonderful. You almost forget that, like, hey, shouldn't Deadpool be fucking horribly scarred? Never mind. Whatever. Right, right. He didn't have his powers before he got right. So it's already looking, but okay, Ryle Reynolds is doing a good job with his with his chops. So they and first of all, Mary Duck Brandyback or the or the or the guy that plays him, how fucking dumb is that character? His special powers is controlling electronics. That's dumb. And Will I am being a vanisher guy. But anyway, they go up and they unleash Deadpool. And what does he do? He's like the ultimate soldier. He deflects every bullet with his swords. Which he made fun of later. So he's a Jedi. (laughs) Right, right. So he's a fucking Jedi in this movie. Like, no, that's Deadpool. Yes, Deadpool. They should send Deadpool in first. He should kill everybody, but not after taking about 40 bullets himself. Or how about he uses guns? He is the merc with the mouth. He does use guns. So anyway, that's where the movie really starts to go bad because they go after this adamantium shit. And it's just convolution over convolution. He's got this love story. And then they have this convoluted, like, oh, Sabretooth kills her. But it's just, after the first half hour, it is just a mess with its writing. I mean, all over the place. It's doing stuff for no reason. This movie could have been great if they just focused on what they did in the first half hour, which is focused on the relationship between Sabretooth and Wolverine. Sure, throw some striker in there. But God, oh, and the whole like, oh, these bullets, they'll erase his memory. How the fuck did you deduce that if you take an adamantium skull and introduce it to an adamantium bullet, that it would erase his memories? I mean, it's it's just fucking well, depending Depending on where you hit the, the brain, you're going to erase his ability to actually walk or, right. or, or for, you know, for the thing to keep his autonomic functions to keep his heart beating. I mean, like, there's so many different things that you could do. Like, it's just... Everything in the, like what you're going to do, what you're talking about, Don, every line, every scene in this movie is a contrivance. Mm-hmm. There, nothing happens, nothing happens in any, with, with any continuity at all. It's like every, like the, the old man and the woman in the barn. Oh, it's like, God, oh, we found an echo with, within five minutes. Oh, here, here's our cherished son's right. uh, jacket and, 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 and this, this vintage motorcycle. It's like, you don't know who this guy is. He was naked in your barn. Found, what the right. hell? Found him naked in your butt naked in your barn. And here you go. Here's my dead son's everything. Yes. Okay. You're, you're such a nice boy. We're going to go feed you. Oh, they're dead. Within, and we within, didn't even talk about Dave, what they did to Deadpool. We're not even there yet. Yeah. No. Everything in this is a contrivance. Like, and, and, and what the funniest thing for me was like, he's sitting there in the, they, they've got Wolverine in the box with the water in it. And they're like, okay, so we're going to do this procedure on you. And it's like, oh, I don't want these tags anymore. Well, what do you want them? Well, just Wolverine. So what, what happened? He's sitting there ready for the procedure. Did they wait for Etsy to deliver the new right. tags with the, yeah. with the Wolverine before they just continued on? It's like, what was he in there for 24 hours while they waited for the delivery? <laughs> Like, yeah, way, way too much importance and placed on the dog tags, and that's all because of the first X Men movie. Yeah, it's just oh my god, everything in this was contrived, and there was no thought given at all to you know, could that so, happen? <laughs> it's like, 
So two things I noticed right now, JD's being quiet and he looks like he's getting angry the more we talk. <laughs> oh, I mean, like, first of all, the comic sucks. Like the Wolverine origin comic. It's not that great. Like Joe Casada's like, we got to do it because the movies are going to do it first, which is a terrible reason to ever do a comic. Yeah. And I never, yeah. I've never been a fan of the James Howlett story, right? It takes a big part of what makes Logan cool is the mystery. Oh, by the, you know, by, by the way, anyone else notice his name wasn't James Howlett in the movie. What is it? James, James Logan. That's Logan's his last name. Oh, it was his last name the whole time in the movie. It makes mm. more. I mean, that makes more sense than James Hollett, quite frankly. But yeah. I mean, like, I never, I never liked it. What I, the one thing I like this movie is I do like the title sequence with Wolverine and Sabretooth going through mm-hmm. the years. I thought that was kind of. I thought that's actually well done and kind of cool. The movie peaks at the title sequence, which is never a good sign. Gavin Hood sucks as a director, man. Like this thing is such a mess. Like. I don't understand what they were doing. I don't understand why they were doing it. They didn't. I, it just it's <laughs> such it's such a mess. And this comes off this is 2 years after X-Men the Last Stand, mm-hmm. which is also a piece of shit. I debate which is worse. I think it's open for interpretation. Mm. I it's not even fun to talk about this movie. Like it's just it's such a it's such a misfire. It's it's terrible. It's, it's an got, easy dunk. And it's sad cuz it's well cast. It's well cast, mm-hmm. professionally acted. It's just the, you know, the writing and the direction, and it's 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 bad. They went with what Marvel does now is they give guys a shot who really don't have a lot, but this this proved not to do it. And the Wolverine is better, but not great at the same time. You know, I don't think they figured out Wolverine until Logan, which was you know, better in my opinion, better than Old Man Logan. I think the Logan movie is way better than Old Man Logan, but. So- Damn, this movie stinks. So, so Don, you yeah. brought up the word continuity. Yeah. <laughs> which made me realize something as I was watching the movie. And I kind of wish I had watched this also before I was a guest on Gutting the Sacred Cow, where we talked about <laughs> the movie uh, Days of Future Past. So, and it made me realize, like, they did not give a crap about continuity and having a coherent storyline at all Mm. because days of future past basically completely eliminates this movie for the fact that in this movie obviously it's in vietnam where the title sequence ends and they get executed but they don't die so then they're in prison and striker comes to visit him them and then recruits them for the the strike team that's the same time period that days of future past is going on so it makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah, and, yeah, because think about it. Yeah, because in Days of Future Past, even before Logan goes back, his original 1960s is you know with some like mob chick or whatever, or a right. mob boss's daughter. So yeah, he's not in Vietnam fighting, or he doesn't know saber tooth. Well, the three yeah. the three mile island accident was March 20th, 1979, and I'm assuming that's what. Yeah, this, the cover. This was supposed to be the cover. So this technically happened in 1979, which they showed a lot of technology that didn't exist back then and all that. But not that that's like, you know, that's a comic book trope. But like, why? Why would they like they everybody made such stupid decisions? Why would you climb up to the top of one of the, the nuclear reactors? Towers. Yeah. Yeah. The fight. Yeah. Like you're going to fall. They had a good idea for a fight scene. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but, exactly. But was, Everything but, is a contrivance. But yeah, exactly. It would have made sense if they were fighting and it something forced them to the top of the the tower. This was just no. He ran up there and then he went, they wanted to show him yeah, teleport up. 
Yeah, yeah. He wanted to show Wolverine uses claws to climb. And I don't know how those physics work, because how does adamantium cut through everything, but doesn't cut through concrete or graveled when he did that right. turnaround thing with the, with the motorcycle? Claws cut steel like they're nothing. Yeah, like they're yeah. nothing. And it his doesn't bag, break them. His bag, Lady Nails. Well, well Good, even, awesome even, line by Deadpool. Even when he's getting out of the, what is it, when, when he just... When they just gave him the adamantium upgrade, right? And he goes to get out of the place and the big doors, he does the X with his claws with the doors. And then he pushes the bottom out. It's like, wait a minute. He did an X with the claws. That means the bottom is a triangle, but the bottom of the triangle is still attached. It just, but like just little things like that. And the claws look like he got them from Roger Rabbit. Please. yeah, I know, right? That, I mean, the claws looked like looked like they were made of the same metal as the gun from Roger Rabbit, you know, with the mech, with the with the bullets the, the, and the bathroom scene. That is like the worst CGI for the the claws. Like, yeah, they look really fake in that scene. And they spark for no reason when you touch them. I don't. I, I miss that on my adamantium and, properties. And they're so they're so big. There's no way they fit into his forearm. Yeah. Like, but again, that goes with Deadpool. Like. Yeah, you got the big sword that comes out. Okay, how is he bending his arm when the sword is in? Like, I just, there's nothing here that makes any sense. Well, that's well we for, we could forgive all that, right? Let, let's face it. That's like nitpicky, right? Yeah. Uh, the sword arm thing, not so much. Like, you know, does I mean, every like, time he's bent his sword, bend his arm, does okay, the sword okay. cut out? To, okay, if we're going to do that, then ever, then how does Wolverine walk? If he's made of, if he has adamant. Yeah, he, yeah, he really heavy. showed... Yeah, they showed how heavy he was, which is cool. But he had like no delay when like yeah. coming out of the uh, coming out of the water. Like, yeah, there there should be some adjustment. <laughs> right. I mean, like that stuff is it's 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 fiction, man. There's there we we have a lot of these things are a problem in fiction when the story doesn't work, when the characters don't work. Right. Then we mm-hmm. start worrying about physics because we're we're watching superhero movies, man. Physics don't matter. Right. Yeah, they but don't, there's there's physics, matter. and then there's just like this. Superman, a lot of this is cartoon logic. Superman you know? turned back the planet <laughs> to save Lois. I know. Right. I'm not saying. I, but I, it works. I'm not defending that. But it, but it works because we love Superman. We love the character, and the movie is good. You can ex- you can accept a lot of stuff that doesn't make sense in terms of like physics and science. Right. But most most like people don't. Un- most people don't understand quantum think- physics and why you can't turn back the. Time, time by spinning John, the world John, in the opposite not, direction. It's but... not. It's not. People don't understand. It's they don't care, right. right? People care about people care about characters, right? People but there's care about but there's still there's still a certain no level no like nope. a sword in the arm that doesn't bend and he bends his arm. Doesn't like how do you? Doesn't matter. Look, like look at any Rob Liefeld drawing, and people will people get on him. Oh, jeez, but people get on him for like because they don't like him. If he was like a wonderful human being who did all this great stuff for comics, you'd be like, oh man, he can't draw feet, but he's awesome. You know, he's piece of shit, so nobody likes him, right? He's a fucking dick. So mm-hmm. that's that's why people magnify that stuff. Like these things, they don't matter. What matters is you gave us a Wolverine movie that sucks. That's what matters. That makes no sense. That has absolutely no bearing on anything that, that doesn't work. Yes, thank God X-Men Few Days of Future Past wiped this thing and X-Men 3 out of continuity. Thank you. It's mm-hmm. phenomenal. It's the best yeah, but thing then, about it. But then the problem becomes then Wolverine's origin never really happens and or at least he never gets the adamantium and it doesn't make okay. any sense. Well, because they covered they covered that in X2. They told us Stryker did it in X2. We got all that. Just forget about this movie. You just slide it under the pro- doesn't work. I mean, like that's the beauty about this stuff. When it doesn't work, you just forget about it. Comics does it all the time. 
This is true. Uh, right? And these are movies. They're not I mean, like the Bible, which there's lots of retcons in the Bible. Like the Bible's a mess too, but right. It all it's all a mess. Like it's but it also goes back to the other sin of these movies is like changing characters around to fit in these movies, like big time. Like even was it Silver Fox? Like giving her yeah. powers she doesn't have in the comics. Yeah. Like you could have you could have created a character, you could have used a dozen other characters that have manipulation abilities, but no, you you like you just like the name, so you used it. It's like to be fair, the blade did not have a sword until the movie. When it works, it's mm-hmm. not a problem, right? right? <laughs> like Superman, yeah. like 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 so much of Superman's like established continuity does not come from comics. It comes from radio. It comes from TV. It comes from the serials, right? Yeah. When things work, we bring them into the salad bowl. Look at how many things good. Bruce Tim. Yeah, uh, gave to in, it, right? in the Batman, it doesn't. If that had worked, that would have been a thing for Silver Fox, right? Mm-hmm. That would have been like, oh well, yeah, that happened after this. Then they adapted it in, and it it's just fine. Yeah, but, but it then, doesn't work. But if Silver it Fox like Silver Fox has a healing works, factor so. in the comics, so it's they like didn't, they didn't want it. I mean, like, and but again, they could have used it for the story that was they, they told they in this damn movie. <laughs> we're, we're searching for logic in an illogical situation, mm-hmm. right? But I mean, they that's didn't have to like they didn't have to contrive the. It was contrived. Her... It was contrived. That's the problem. They wanted to make something contrived. They did that little respect for the audience. That that's what they gave us. Oh, they have no. This yeah. they, these people had no respect for None. the audience or we're reality nerds. or anything. It's just we're fucking nerds. You guys are yeah, pieces of fucking shit nerds. nerds. Yeah. yeah. Give us a give us our nine dollars in, in two thousand nine <laughs> yeah, for this movie and shut the fuck up. And yeah, they said no. And then they yeah. gave us two sequels and we kept going back. So, you know, <laughs> maybe they're right. I sure did. Yeah, fuck them. It's bad, man. It's really it, it, bad. No, the, it, it truly is. Turning the blob's mutation into a weight problem. Yeah, that was just ridiculous as well. I uh, mean, Jeff Lowe made the blob a cannibal, so I've seen worse. Yeah, you're right. True. <laughs> Eating the wasp. Yeah. yeah. And and nowadays he he runs the Green Lagoon Tavern on Krakoa. But well, no, but again, more more contrivance, right? He calls him Bub, right? And he's like, dude. Just called me blob. Like, really? Oh, yeah, that's that's kinda... That is a contrivance. Yeah, that is the you definition of motherfuckers. Yeah. But then another <laughs> contrivance, Will I Am, right? He's really got what I would consider one of the ultimate superpowers, which is he turns invisible. Mm-hmm. And he even uses a gun at some point. Yet when it goes to fighting Sabretooth, he's relying on his old boxing chops here. Like, are you fucking stupid? You can turn invisible. And go get your M60 and light that motherfucker up. Now, I we understand that he's going to heal, but in this movie, it established you can actually kind of kill him for a little you bit. Can, you can overload it. Yeah, overload right. the healing factor. So, right. but instead, yeah. Contrivance. That would have been a good scene, actually. That would have made sense in the context of the movie. And would have, if you would have had Sabretooth come back from it, you could have shown the power that he actually has. Because yeah. that would make sense. That would adhere to all the logic. And it would also, you could build like a sense of like, you know, overconfidence in the character. Like you could actually make that work. Instead, mm-hmm. they chose nothing. Yeah, because I'm going to go, he's going to go hand to hand with the worst person to go hand to hand with. Like, yeah. you know, it just like, yeah. And he, he teleports. He wasn't just invisible. He was te- teleporting. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're exactly. And right. just like, Complete you know, tactical advantage. So you just teleport so- away, gra- grab a surface to air missile or like a tank buster and <laughs> okay. come back and take him out. That's what you do. <laughs> so, so 
here's my question on Sabretooth, right? Like, we got Sabretooth in the first X-Men movie. With, was it Taylor Maine played him in the first one? Dumb shit version. Big Sky of, of WCW fame. Former Master Blaster. Right, right. He was, he's a wrestler turned actor. And uh, look, uh, look, if, if you want to go to the argument to get a better caliber actor to play Sabretooth, to play off of Wolverine for the movie, whatever. My, my issue is like, <laughs> and maybe some people are going to argue this, they did a lot to make him look like the comic Sabretooth movie in the first X-Men movie. Mm-hmm. And yet there's no hint of that in this movie at all. Right. Do like, they ever call him Saber? Do they ever call Leo Trivers character Saber? He's Creed. He's not Saber. Creed, right? Which is cool. I, I'm okay with. And even though he didn't look like the comic Saber I believed more that he was the comic Saber Agreed. And that's one of those contrivances that could have worked if it's a better movie. Because there's no like the Tyler Main version of Saber and Logan have zero like. There's clear they have zero like you know interaction. They have no history. Mm-hmm. They have nothing between them. So you had that. We had that freedom to give us the real Sabretooth. And even there, like, that's that's comic book weird, too, is, is how it's evolved and changed over the years. Mm-hmm. But that could have been fine. Like, the whole thing with, with Hugh Jackman and Liev Schreiber is the strength of this. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the only thing about this movie that works, is the two of them. If they'd have just, if they'd have cut everything else out and had a movie about just the two of them, they might have had something. But... They the problem with these guys is they fall in love with these comic properties and want to jam so much stuff in it because they have zero respect for us and think we're nerds and think all we care about is that we have more toys, right? Yeah. That's and like again, Marvel has changed yet. This is one year and this is one a this is one IM, right? One AIM, one year after Iron Man. Yeah. So this is like change yeah. we're changing the culture at this point. Like this is still the overwhelming way they think of us is we're just we're nerds who want to buy toys. So throw them more toys that's what they want like it's a complete lack of respect well it's it's good because to sell toys you usually write a cartoon and that's about the that's about the the level of this whole movie is it's just a cartoon the x-men 92 show is a lot better than this i'll say that for all its flaws for all its flaws it's much better and we haven't even mentioned the fact that one of the most popular x-men characters in this movie and no one gives a shit and gambit is in this movie Oh, yeah, it's forgettable, and completely forgettable. For completely forgettable, like his whole thing. I, you know, I fly a plane. Like, really? That that's all he does in this fucking movie is fly a plane, Good for some him. cards around. <laughs> yeah. He like tried he, to get in the fight between Wolverine so, and Creed, well, that's, but that's one of he's my way more too. powerful than most of the characters that they display here. Well, he I was say, number one, they made him they made him way more powerful than they normally portray him. And the yeah, the, the whole telekinesis shit. Yeah, that was crazy. Oh, and, and, and very stupid too, because the first thing you do when you escape an island is go right back to where they found you first off and no, don't change your name at all. <laughs> right. So <laughs> and that's the whole thing. The the fight between Sabretooth and Wolverine, like before they start, Wolverine punches him and like knocks him out. And then a minute later, he's on the top of a roof running. Yeah, and then, weird. Okay. And then using his staff as a propeller and jumping yeah. off the like. Yeah. How did that happen? Like, where was when the setup for that? Yeah, like <laughs> it just keep, out of nowhere. Keep trying to say the movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, and then like, and then he's attacking Logan. Like he saw Sabretooth doing a lot of the right. stuff that he did, but no, he now he decides he's attacking Logan. The, like the guy that captured him and took him to the island uh-huh. is now beating up this dude. And he's helping him basically. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Like it, it, the motivation there makes no sense whatsoever. 
It would have made more sense if he just ran away from that at that the, point. The other thing that got me was the whole don't kill him. It'll make us just like them thing. It's like, first off, <laughs> Logan yeah. doesn't really hold back, especially when, no. you know, the guy's fucked with his life this bad. Second off, it's like, I, I, I mean, I think our, I think geek culture is kind of done with that. We're, you know, choosing the Paragon option every time because all of us now recognize the problem with Batman, yeah. you know? Yeah, it, I, no, we'll, I, I'm, we'll I'm, I'm going. I'm going to be a good guy, no matter how many people have to die because, of it, you know, it's Wolverine's like the type of dude they send after children that need right. to be killed. Like, right. no, he ain't the one. Right. Yeah, right. but that's these, the thing is, you're trying to. They're trying to create a, a superhero movie, and superheroes right. don't do that because they don't. And again, I'm not even going to put this one on on Gavin Hood or the right or people. I'm going to put this one firmly on the feet of Fox, right? Is they didn't want. A killer and wolverine's a killer that's what that's that's the problem with him not a problem that's that's the uh, foible of the character which is why wolverine i think he's the best he is at what he does what he does, what what he he does, does is very nice line. that's very nice that's the line I, I, but it's hard to do that it's hard to fit into the hero box of what hollywood wants I, and keep a pg-13 rating that's the problem yeah you know, if they yeah, having Wolverine. Sabretooth in a PG 13 movie is because Sabretooth is uh, he's, he's, he's a motherfucker, he's yeah, he likes to kill, he like he yeah. loves to kill a lot of off screen deaths there, remorseless. But again, they can't commit to it. Like now, I think, I think the game has changed. So I think you could do a Wolverine movie for real. Yeah, well, yeah, I know we talked about Robert Liefeld, but what did he say earlier on Twitter that Deadpool one and two rated our movies? Both combined, I want to say, made over a million dollars or b- million billion. Sorry, yeah, bu- bu- the, they bucked um, the trend for sure. So it can be done. They just don't want to do that because they think the audience for this is children. And yeah. for Wolverine, maybe they're right. Like I didn't really like when watching Superhero Squad with my kid. And like there's Wolverine, a guy with like protruding claws who could destroy everybody. I mean, like yeah. it's it's so, it's it doesn't work when you think about it like that. But you shouldn't think about it like that. You should serve the character make the movie if we were to go back to the 1960s hmm. and invent uh, wolverine you could be a billionaire and a man and a man who worked at a little comic book company wanted to write stories with continuity and a little more adult themed a, a little more mature themed and was told over and over again only kids read these things they throw them away when they're done and any adult that reads this has uh, brain damage yeah and and he was going to quit the, the business. And his wife said, well, if you're going to quit, why don't you just write one comic the way that you want to write it? And as the story goes, that comic was Fantastic Four number one and changed comics forever going forward at that point. So, like, exactly. Like, no, the audience, there's always been adults who read comics. It's not just kids. And that, why Hollywood doesn't get that is beyond me. Well, it's changed, right? Like the attitudes around Hollywood have changed over the last decade. Like I said, yeah. Iron Man changes everything. Yeah. Like problem is, is that that was the attitude for everybody, right? Like the nerds won the culture, but we're still like, we're still firmly in the culture wars in 2009. Mm-hmm. Like the year before you get the Dark Knight, which is the first movie to take this stuff really seriously. Yeah. Right. Like uber serious. And you had Iron Man, the first movie to take this seriously. That was tongue in cheek in a way that wasn't insulting. Right. Right. So you have two vastly different movies tackling the same subject matter in vastly different ways that both proved to be remarkably effective at the box office. So this movie right. is hardly being made and they they're just bucking trend, bucking on or jumping out of trends and, and don't really get it. 
Right. So, I mean, like, it's weird to look back. It's, if anything, it's interesting to look back on this movie, which sucked at the time, and everybody thought it sucked at the time. But the Hollywood doesn't get this. Like, they're not, these executives aren't trendsetters, right? They're trend chasers. They're always have been. They always will be. Like, people are like, why does Hollywood make all just because that's what they think works? They don't have, like, because Hollywood doesn't have original ideas. There's plenty of original ideas floating out there. <clears throat> they ain't going to back them because they have no vision. Exec- it, to, have, to be an executive with vision, makes you scary and there's not a lot of them but even when they use somebody else's good idea they still interfere so much and don't understand like they don't even understand what makes a good story because they're like oh this character makes money so let's put this character in movie but they don't have any concept of it's the movie has to be about the character like it's not they because kevin feige is one of those guys and he does oh he's yeah but he's good well, he is good. He is good. And like we see that in other places now, like you're seeing it at Disney, like there are people like that, but they're not people don't rise into corporate structures and corporate hierarchies by being creative. No. And no, right, you have to have other that has being, being creative has to be something else that you're it can't be what you are as an executive. It can be what you are as a, as a filmmaker, but as an executive, you got to show you got it's got to be X's and O's. Right. And then that's what I mean, John, you just said it right. Like, Oh, this let's put this character in, blah blah. And they put two of the most popular character. They introduced two of the most popular characters in X Men history in this movie, and ruined, basically ruined the one totally. Thank God he came back and saved it. And like Gambit was a side character, but yeah. I mean Deadpool, it was atrocious. It was just so right, atrocious because they took a character whose nickname was Merc with a mouth. Yeah. Yep, that's all they knew. <laughs> and they took the fucking mouth away. That is, yep. this is, is there like a, I would love to hear an interview or read a, an oral history thing of why these decisions were made. Like, why did you hire Ryan Reynolds to play this character? And one, completely do away with him. Two, change everything about him. Three, doing it almost in spite of it. Like, it almost feels like they did it in spite of it. Like, there's something so weird about all this stuff. It's like you, yeah. it's like the people making the movie hated the property, but at the same way, love the property. It's so it's so bizarre. It's so bizarre. This is why the Ryan Reynolds had to freaking go behind people's backs just to get this dead movie greenlit. By the way, it's the all-time Hollywood baller move. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, the thing is too, right? You talked about Don and the the elevator scene in the beginning, and he's cracking wise, but you know what? It still doesn't feel like the way he does it now in the Deadpool movies. It felt more mean-spirited in this movie it's a very mean-spirited movie i agree with that and like my question was was that his choice or was that how it was written so he just had to do what was written well it's the directing it's not just writing it's like again a writer writers are hired to do a job to follow what the director wants so you do what the director wants in an interview ryan reynolds explained that even he knew they were butchering the character while making the movie and i quote i said you guys, people are going to go nuts over this. And he was like, I know, right? And I was like, no, not in a good way. Yeah. So Ryan Reynolds knew right off the bat that this was going to be. Of course he knew. He's not stupid. No, no, uh, he's not. You no, know you're muted. Gavin Hood is stupid. Hmm? Hmm. Uh-oh. So, Uh-oh. Yeah. We've, lost, we've lost the Don. No, by. Uh, oh, there we go. Yeah, no, I hit the, the button on here <laughs> when I was making my point emphatically. No. Please point, <laughs> make it again. <laughs> well, no, I right. Did you guys hit they took the mark with the mouth and took his fucking mouth away? Yes, you heard yeah, that, right? that. Okay, yes, that's that, that the that, last that. interesting thing I said. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you talking, and it's like, wait, I can't yeah. hear him. 
Uh, so yeah, no, um, yeah, and then like, why give him all these weird powers too? Like that again, it's just right. if one power is cool, all of them must be super cool. <laughs> but like, but why? Oh my god, I hate this. Why <laughs> give him the optic blast, but then introduce Scott Summers? Oh, by the way introduce a character that could turn into diamonds but that's not emma frost no nope. and then how fucking creepy did patrick stewart look de-aged i mean well, oh my god well they, he looked they, like an alien i don't know and he was walking the, yeah they did not have the technology he was no. walking yeah he was walking i mean could you not just take like the the star trek next generation footage and do something with it here i mean did you did you have to put on the well i mean the technology was still really bad plastic point. Yeah, but, but but all of the technology, like they, was it the 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 movies with Wolverine in them before this had better claws than this than the the ones in this, and it wasn't James McAvoy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they they totally banked on Hugh Jackson, Hugh Jackson, huge Wolverine. jacked man, yeah, yeah, huge jacked man, and his babs. Uh, Wolverine, they're gonna come, and mm-hmm. I just they. They almost did it right. That's my that's my problem. Is that's the that's the biggest defense. This is like they were on the right path. They were so close to making a good movie, and instead they did everything wrong. It's like my grandpa was a baker, right? And he used to say that that you know cooking is art, right? Mm-hmm. You can just make something. Baking is chemistry, mm-hmm. and if something if one of the if one of the thing gets out balanced with the other, the cookie tastes like shit. You made a True. cookie, but it's not a good cookie, right? The shit, and that's the kind shit of this, cookie. It is a shit cookie. Like it's an Amber Heard cookie. It's a shit. <laughs> I like that. Like jokes just write themselves these days, that's ladies good. and gentlemen. Anyone really can... But that's the thing, though, is like they had all the elements. They had this movie is well cast. Movie is well cast. The movie looks, if you were to look at this movie, you'd be like, oh, this mm-hmm. is going to be a good movie. But yeah. like shit cookie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, the thing is, too, again, going back to the Deadpool thing, like it pissed off all the fans. And I have to think anyone who isn't a hardcore comic fan and maybe even didn't know who Deadpool was probably thinks that was stupid anyway. Like, oh, yeah. It just, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Like, like what's uh, Baraka from Mortal Kombat 2 doing in this movie? That's what he looks. That's <laughs> yeah, what he looks yeah. like. He looks way more like Baraka than he ever did Deadpool. Mm-hmm. I know Nothing. they tried to do the diamonds on the eyes. It's like, you motherfuckers, just stop. Yeah, that was just that was just egregious. Nothing in this. Nothing in this movie made sense. Nothing. Nothing at all from Except- one from one scene to another. There was no continuity. Everything was just this would be cool here, and that was it. Like there was no thought process at all. You know, it's worse than the next Men Three. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna I'm stick with this one. It's mm. a worse movie than next three. I I'll give you that. Poor Ryan Reynolds. Ah, he faked. Well, he, he worked. Out. He, worked out. <laughs> he, he he got his revenge. Yeah, he <sighs> did it right too. Like he screwed over so many people to make this movie and it worked it's a gigantic gamble right that we didn't know for years was actually him but if you thought about it who else is it going to be like yeah it paid off good for him mm-hmm. fortunately all right him like paul um paul paul ant-man i think i think of his last name at the oh, moment. paul rudd paul yeah rudd. paul rudd are aging fantastically yeah and the last point i'm going to make about this movie is they gave us a contrived love story between him and silver fox super contrived again different powers was she was manipulating did he really love her blah 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 whatever and then they erase his memory and he finds her dead body and he's like i don't know who she is and it's like and it just made it like felt like it was for absolutely nothing when you got 
to that scene and it was just like ow you're just like the movie you're supposed to feel heartbreak your heart's supposed to be broken instead you're like like it just who cares yeah right who cares because he doesn't care because he doesn't remember her right it's not even like we barely knew her we didn't know her that was the problem like it's not even (laughs) like he looked at her and said she looks familiar you know or anything like that it's just i don't know Again, I don't know that who that bitch is. Yeah. That could have that oh. could have worked if you felt that if this was a more skillfully made movie. And again, making movies is hard. I get it. I've done it. It's a tough thing to do. But this is just like you had no excuse for making this a bad movie. There's sh- yeah. none. No, like no. because the there. script was already there. He talks about the love interest. She's dead. He doesn't care. Like that's Wolverine's mo. Like mm-hmm. his love interest die. Yeah, consistently. Yeah. <laughs> like you should be able to do something with that and like we don't give a fuck <laughs> we don't care <laughs> there's at nothing all. to care about there's nothing to care about in this movie no that's the shame other than hugh jack's hugh hugh jackman's abs and ryan reynolds abs that's, pretty much they're in great shape i'm gonna say that it was, it was yeah, mostly and, just and, eye candy for women really and and jackman's ass we get that yeah, as well yeah 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 yeah. Oh, yeah 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 he likes to show his ass off like uh, how fucking stupid is this movie we're like Canada, canada's ass Z- zero uh, that that mutant zero shoots the old man and he's like logan just shot two innocent people like he's got fucking claws in his hands Who, who's he shooting like oh my god fuck this movie fucking hard man <laughs> it's bad all uh, right what, what did he get rotten tomatoes he got like it's a uh, 38 38 on yeah, 38 for reviews and 50% for audience score, which is actually higher than that. What I thought it would fuck you, trolls. That's what that is. People are much, some people, people are gonna love the movie no matter what. Well, That's you got every, every everything's got fans, right? There's yeah. there's people that will don't get it, or some people connect with material for <clears> weird <throat> ways, right? And there's people I'm sure that like that. There's people like the Super Mario Brothers movie. Like, the movie made 378 million dollars, which is a lot in 2009. Yeah, but it made it all early. That's almost yeah. the vast majority of it's the first weekend, and it has an epic plummet afterwards. Yeah, as yeah. not as much as the Morbius plummet, but yeah. Well, I mean, let's be. Fr- I mean, well, the standards That's sure, a lot. Think things went slower back higher. then. Yeah, things- the standards a lot higher now too. Yeah, and 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 word of mouth goes like you know everybody's got their all their Twitter and yeah. TikTok set up now. So like as soon as the movie comes out, you know what it's like. Back then, a lot of that stuff was still. You know, kind of catching on. I mean, it was around, but yeah, you know, it's, before it, I had to get out my flip phone. Right. Said, hey, <laughs> yeah. Did you see this fucking movie? See what they do with Deadpool? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Now we you just... go. You go on somebody's MySpace to see what they thought of it. Right? <laughs> yeah. There you go. It's I mean, not there you that go. old. Hey, I know I'm not in your top friends, but hey, did you see this Wolverine movie? <laughs> <laughs> MySpace references. Superhero speak. <laughs> Hey, I could have gotten right. share, but I, that's, you know. <laughs> well, let's not even talk about Prodigy. <laughs> now, here's, okay, all right. Let's wrap this up with with uh, a Mint Mobile marathon question. All right. Is this movie better or worse than Blade Trinity? And do you feel that it's going to be better or worse than Green Lantern, John? <laughs> it's worse than Green Lantern. It is, I don't know. This. I think this is worse than Trinity. Yeah, I think this is worse than Blade Trinity. Because at least Blade Trinity kind of had a storyline that kind of meandered along, but everything kind of made sense, even though it was kind of stupid. This just like it, every, every single scene and every line was just, you know, we're going to put this here because it looks cool. There was no care for 
if it was out of order or whether it made any sense or anything. Like, I'm not even talking comic logic. I'm just talking about, you know, like sentient being logic. So, yeah, I think it's worse than both. Hmm. Don? I definitely think that it is uh, worse. Green, I don't know. Green Lantern, I kind of, my, my biggest problem with Green Lantern was the villain. It's worse than Blade Trinity because Blade Trinity sucks. I already forgot the director's name that JD kept saying. David Goyer. David Goyer. But Blade Trinity doesn't betray the essence of a character like this movie does. And Green Lantern doesn't really betray the Hal Jordan character, at least not as much as as Deadpool was what the character was portrayed in this movie. So I'm gonna say, yeah, this is worse than both. Okay. Hmm, JD. Yeah, but it's it's way worse than both. Um, those movies had the right elements. The execution was bad, right? Right. Blade Trinity was a bad idea. And it was a, you could just smell train wreck on that one. Mm -hmm. Right. It just felt wrong from the, from jump. They had to make a three though. Yeah. But like this, on the other hand, should have been good. Like there's no way Blade Trinity. It just, it felt like an aughts piece of crap from jump. This, this is different. This is everything about this movie should have worked. They had the right cast. They had funding. They had everything going their way. Everyone wanted this to be a good movie. Green Lantern <clears throat> has some redeeming points, which when we talk about that, I'll, I'll, I'll get into. It's, it's a horribly mismanaged movie because of Jeff Johns. And we'll talk about that later. But this, and that's miscast. Like Ryan Reynolds never should have played Hal Jordan. Like, so these, those movies are just, they're flawed from jump. This wasn't flawed from jump. This this should have been better, which makes its fall far greater, right? Okay. This should be a good movie, and it isn't. Those are sketchy. Like, those you could tell something was off. This, you saw the trailer, and you're like, oh, oh, okay. This could be good. True. They got gotcha. you. And you find out the whole thing's trailer. <laughs> which was a thing in the, in the aughts. Like, a lot of movies were all trailer. Like, the whole trailer is in the movie. And, like, you don't really need to watch the movie, because watching the movie is actually going to hurt the experience of the trailer. This is one of those. Well, yeah yeah that's about right so this movie is how you feel after you after watching this movie is how you feel after amber heard has uh visited your bed <laughs> all right oh my god cut your finger off or punched you <laughs> on that note let's let's go around and see if we either have again i'm going to give you an option like i did last week do you have a recommendation or what did you learn on the podcast? And Don, you can go first. Recommendations. You know, I really do recommend the Moon Knight series. You know, is it on the level of WandaVision? Is it on the level of Loki? No, but I, I, I think it's actually pretty well written. I think it's well acted. And I think it's interesting. It just doesn't seem to have any bearing on the greater MCU. So what did I learn? Boy, I learned that we're probably going to be making... Amber heard poop jokes for quite some time. <laughs> I just don't see that going away in the next two weeks. So I'm here for that. <laughs> I mean, wait a minute. Let's just think, think about it. Just, just, just think about it. We've all been married at one point or another. I think John and I have both been through divorces. And, and even given that, what the hell would motivate you to shit on somebody's bed? Particularly a bed you sleep in. Normally, you only see that in rebounds, not Xbox. Right. But you know, <laughs> well, you being the rebound king, John, you no, can go no, next. No, not rebound. Just, oh. just, just terrible, <laughs> terrible, terrible 
knife the know. ball. Yeah, I, my, I'm going to do recommendation anime again. Sorry, there's a new anime called Spy X Family. It is it is very well written. It is incredibly entertaining, and it's about a family of spies. The, the, the father is a master spy. The mother's a master assassin, and the, the little girl is a forgotten experiment with psychic powers. So it's it is pretty. It is very cool. It is very cool, and you should check it out. Yeah. And, and and just just to be clear, like I was I was rooting for Amber Heard until I heard that she was also like at least fifty percent of the problem. I I you know I'm all I'm all for the the women's movement. I I I it's it is time for us to stop letting men just <laughs> letting men just shit all over them. But but when they shit on us, that's probably a bad. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're never gonna get rid of those us? jokes, are we? <laughs> I just it's this is it's a it's a terrible thing. I I, I feel sad for both of them, I, and and not because they're terrible people, but because that their friends should have gotten them help long ago. Both of them. So that's it for me. JD, I watched my kid is into uh, he's into YouTube, but when he watches YouTube stuff, I'm actually kind of proud of him. He finds his way into like these like YouTube documentaries, right? A lot of them are more kids based, but he's learning stuff, and he's super into cryptids. And uh, he is really into the Kraken, right? So we went to the library to look for a book about the Kraken. So we found like this graphic novel, like this short graphic novel adaptation of 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. So uh, I'm going to read that to him tomorrow night. And then he's also, I said, well, if you like the Kraken, we should watch Clash of the Titans. There we go. I was about to ask. The, so, the original, right? You, oh, yes, come on. Yes. Release the Kraken. Yes. So we watched Clash and the, the Owl. Titans. We watched Clash of the Titans today. Both are available on HBO Max if you have the subscription. Nice. And God, I love Clash of the Titans. I love that movie. I've loved it since childhood. And we talked earlier about movies being edited for television. I always watched it on TBS. So I didn't know there was boobs. So my son got to see his first movie boob today. <laughs> And he laughed. He acted like, you know, like any. Are you shit me, man? I don't remember any boobs. Me neither. Me neither. Young Perseus Perseus is getting breastfed in the first in one of the first scenes of the movie. And then when Andromeda, when they're about to bring Andromeda to her death, they bathe her. Are you Amber Amber hurting me? No. No. There was there was boobs. He goes, Dad, she's naked. And I'm like, (laughs) she is, bud. She is. Listen, However, listen, listen. It's a great movie. It's a it's great movie. Okay. He, he's like, why does the Kraken look different here? And I said, well, Ray Harryhausen had an imagination and, you know, he just kind of did his thing. The real question is, why is the Kraken in this movie when it's a Norse Greek myth and not a Greek myth? But, you know, right. it's a lot of fun. <laughs> you know, you, t- you, tell, you tell him the Kraken's name is Phil. Phil Kraken. You can also no, no, Phil Irish. Yeah. Phil McCracken. I got it. I learned that John tells bad jokes. No, what did I learn from this show? I learned that we, <laughs> that's good. Oh, that's true. Yes. No one's on that level. No. Nope. Uh, <laughs> I learned that we have taken this gimmick and run it into the ground with reviewing all these bad movies and it's miserable. Mm, time to do something good, right? I want to watch a good movie. We God. will certainly. Damn it. We need to we need to figure out when we're going to do the the movie with the guys from Cunning the Sacred Cow. Oh, yes, I want to do that because that is that is a that's you know for us to discuss later. That is a good movie. We need to watch good movies. <laughs> Life is too short to watch movies that you know are bad. You're starting to glitch there. We really need to get you oh. a good movie stat. <laughs> yes, I'm glitching. So, so, what did I learn? I learned that 
too much cheesecake can be bad, but too much bacon. No, there's no such thing as too much bacon. Talk to, talk <laughs> uh, to your cardiologist. He may disagree with that. I also learned there is no end to the humor of Amber Heard shitting in your bed. At least not foreseeable end to that. I mean, just picture it. Just in your head. If you're into just that sort picture. of thing. Some people are. <laughs> right. Hey, two girls, one cup crowd. Um, you know, this oh. is your time. <laughs> just picture an attractive lady shitting on a bed. Oh my god. <sighs> so no I got a kickstarter. I got a kickstarter running right now. We could use some extra love. If you hit it up the Wolfstone Kickstarter series, you know, that'd be that'd be cool. No one poops in there. Help I was going to recommend death. that people check out your kickstarter, but there you go. I appreciate I needed to get this, the image of Amber Heard pooping out of my head. <laughs> I also Help. recommend that you head on over to superherospeak.com where you can find the podcast every week. The Links to all our social media at the top of the page, and of course, comic book reviews by our good friend D Square, which I have two in my queue that I have not published yet. I've been busy, I will, but they will be up this week. So, all right, on that note, boys and girls, as always, thanks for listening. Don't let you keep caught in the door. Have a good week.